When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk week three in the NFL, sits and starts, and we have got an absolute ton of things to go over about league happenings. Also, we will answer some listener Q&As on the Back Row Fantasy Show starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker and Aaron Arms. I'll try to get you added in there. Hey, no problem. But uh have to get with uh, our girl, Aubrey. Uh, she does our intros for the show. And uh, we live a little ways apart, so it might take a minute. But hey, welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. As always, it's Bark to the Center. I never say that. I don't know why I did it. Arms to my left. Good morning. Sound like a redneck there and here. Brian, I got Brian Hooks on over here to my right. Hey, what's up? Shoo, always a fire opening from Hooks. <laughs> Always wow, a fire Hux, Thank you so much for all the excitement you bring to this podcast. I know. I'm always so excited you, to be here. You are the glue that's I'm, keeping this whole thing together. Wow. Thank you. We actually do need a third host at all times, so it's true. So anyways, thanks for joining us week three. We got a lot, and I mean a lot to talk about, so be prepared for a three-hour minus an hour and a half episode. I agree. Yeah, we can't quite go three hours. I wish we could, but... uh it, the hits are going to keep on coming today, so I'm just going to dive right in. Antonio Brown, released by the Patriots after good. sending, yes, very good, after sending threatening texts, apparently. Apparently, this dude doesn't has never heard of a burner phone, for one. <laughs> and for two, dude don't care. He's posting Friday memes on his Twitter. You know, he got fired on a Friday. He just, he don't, he don't care. He don't care. Well, he's a giant douche nozzle. Um, so there's that. You know, I, I would just go ahead and say he won't play another down football in the NFL. I pray at, you're right. At least this year. And honestly, I think he's done. I think I, he's done done. I hope you're right. I don't think he's done done, but I think he's done this year. I think he's done done. I mean, it's, it's too much to take on. There's only one team that could have handled him had he behaved, and it was the Patriots. And now... There's none. I like, mean, who's next? Who, like who the is only next team that's willing to take on that big of a character is there's two of them. One's the Oakland Raiders because they're basically the inmates run the asylum, and two, the, the New England Patriots because they they basically control people, and he's now been kept by both of them. Yeah. I mean, where else is he going to go? Do you think Jerry Jones wants that kind of crap in his locker room? No. No. And that was about it. No, I mean, you bring up Jerry Jones. If, if for some reason he would be okay with the crap in the locker room, Michael Gallup's going to be out for a handful of weeks. So if, if he was to get a chance anywhere, it would still shock me. But I guess you saying that instantly made a tiny, tiny bit of sense in my head. But Antonio well, would Greg have to Hardy. get... Yeah, that, right. that would be why it makes sense. Right. right. But Antonio Brown would have to get pretty much cleared of every accusation. 
it's not going to happen. I mean, he, he, there's no accusation of this one threatening text to someone who's threatening to take you down on what we assume is truth. There's so much smoke around Antonio Brown. I, I believe there is fire. So um, I, I obviously I don't know all the ins and outs of it. Me but neither. At I'm the not, end of the day, right? Right now, not worth the headache. No, he's no, just not worth it. And I'm not saying with 100% certainty like he did these things, but it is likely that he'd done it appears like those things. It appears likely. It does. So, Antonio Brown, he's he has helped us out with starting an episode every single week. That's Thanks, AB. Only small bit of good he has done has given us a talking point to open the show, but then after we talk about it, we just feel dirty. Yeah. I'm glad we're done with him, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully this is it. So, the Patriots now you know, that, that was kind of the the straw that gave him a full bale of hay on the season. That's a weird analogy. but That is a very – well, it, first off, there's straws, not in hay. See? Hay, hay is something that animals actually eat. Straw how, is a bedding. How good straw of a, is hollow. That's how good of a farmer I am. So, Patriots are still going to be good. I mean, oh, there's yeah. no doubt about that. It does, this does not bad. hurt them. This, no, this doesn't hurt them much. No, not but at it all. But it does – it brings – I don't think it – it hurts him at all. I think it hurts him a tiny bit. No. A tiny bit. Nope. You don't feel better without A.B. on the Patriots as an AFC East fan? No. Like the Bills? No. They only had them one game. I know. I but, mean, but, I mean, would you rather them they have They went had from Super for... Bowl favorites to they're still Super Bowl favorites. So I know. But, <laughs> but, I mean, were they Super Bowl favorites and now they're Super Bowl favorites? I mean, it, it mm. a little. I mean, without... You have a B. Your chances are a little better. I mean, obviously oh, yeah. the talent I mean, is he's exceptionally talented. I'm just saying I take a little bit of solace in the fact that now their best wide receiver is Julian Edelman again. Josh uh, Gordon. Josh Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before I mean, we, Josh Gordon's a good wide before receiver. Before we but, go away from AB, fantasy purposes, what do you do with them in dynasty leagues? If, if do you, you let can, them hold a roster spot? I, I'll take a second. I mean, if, if you can get something out of them, you might as well. I mean, at this point, I don't want that. Do you take anything for him in the trade? I, I'm, I'm not. Listen, you don't take a third or fourth rounder, honestly. If you've got the, if you have the roster space, like you gun for a first, right? Well, yeah, I don't. Find, nobody's giving up a first at this point. Find a team that's struggling and try to get a second out of them. Right. I got them in a couple of leagues. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm so. I, I mean, if somebody's going to offer me something, he's, he's gone. Even if that's something I should is have like, traded hey, him after his game last week and just I mean got rid of him. Uh, even as, as Dan Carter, a uh, friend of the show, said, like they they put up with Josh Gordon's crap. Yeah, but yeah. that's just smoking weed. Uh, no, I get it. Like, but there's obviously in the eyes of the league character issues there. Right. right? But they they would have put up with AB's crap if AB wasn't uh, apparently some. I'm just saying that's how big this is. I know, but something that that the 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 girl that stepped forward, something in her meeting. Combined with him supposedly texting threats, like it just became too much. Josh Gordon, it's like it doesn't really become too much. It's like we might as well keep you around. You'll be suspended for half the time that we got you, but chances are you'll always be back. Antonio Brown probably won't be back. It's crazy. It is. Hmm. Let's. Uh, I want to. I want to get to something else too before I forget. I want to talk about the quarterback issues in the league the quarterback changes hadn't noticed any of them and and how it affects everyone uh on those teams we'll we'll start out uh this isn't a change so to speak yet but marcus mariota looked god awful thursday night looked like absolute so he looked like marcus mariota he looked like marcus mariota okay 
So, a quarterback change is coming, in my opinion. Uh, I still yeah, don't but, think it'll be this week. Uh, no, not, be like no, no, week no, 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 not I this mean, week. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's coming. Like, there's there's one quarterback team, quarterback issue right from the get-go was Thursday night. Mariota put himself right back in the situation he's been in many times, and the Titans got to be questioning, do we roll with this guy? Or do we give the guy we traded for a chance and see yeah, if he I can mean, spark I, something? I think they I mean, they finally have a backup that they can go to they and feel do. comfortable with. Yeah. So, I mean, it, another performance or two like this, he's probably done. And Tannehill's not going to be much better. I'm not pounding the table like saying Tannehill's going to save this team, but they would be better, in my opinion, a little. Uh, I, I've never believed in Marcus Mariota. I thought just the system he came from in college, what the way he did things that, you know, just run everyone's guts out and keep slinging the ball to just open short routes. That's all uh, Oregon ever really did. I just didn't like what he was coming out. I, I like James a hell, hell of a lot better. Um, but Jesus Christ, he just he's never developed. No, there he's got talent around oh, they him. They have a ton of talent. I mean, can, yeah. on offense, there. AJ I mean, Brown, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, Derrick Henry. Yeah. It, it even goes on Delaney Walker. There's. It's a good team in I place. Mean, the talent's there. The defense overall is pretty decent defense. Yeah. But Marriott is just a bad quarterback. He is. And if you can still get a decent value out of him, like I, I'm, I would gladly trade Marietta for uh, like 25 other quarterbacks. Agreed. Who runs that offense there? I know it was LaFleur last year, and they haven't looked very good in Green Bay with him there, but I, I don't know who the I, off. I honestly don't know. I don't follow the Titans Maybe, enough. Yeah, I don't either. Maybe it's the – I don't know. Maybe it's the system. Maybe they just don't know how to use them. See, right. I disagree. I, I don't think it's the system. I, mean, I don't know if it is, but I'm just saying. I mean, we we won't know if it's the system or not until another quarterback plays in it. Right. So, well, hopefully we'll see. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins make a change. Uh, going to Josh Rosen, going away from Fitzpatrick, it's not going to matter. No. The offensive line's Arthur terrible. Smith. Who? Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Huh. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Rosen, to me, th- this is – I think this is the wrong move. Uh, you, To me, if you're the Dolphins, you dismantle your team, and I'm on board with it. Miami has not been good for years. and I haven't all, noticed. Yeah. Tell us more. Yeah, they have been awful. So they dismantle their team, trade away valuable assets. I was a little angry at first about Laramie Tunzel, but the more I thought of it, like he only has a year or two left on his contract. <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Dismantle it. Break it down, build it back up, pull a Browns. Hopefully, hopefully even better than the Browns did. But you get Rosen, you trade a second for him when you're when you know the plan, and now you're going to throw him behind the worst offensive line in football. How is he going to show you that he could be your quarterback of the future? He's not going to be able to. He's not going to have the time to throw. So why do this now? Why? Why not let Fitzpatrick continue to take the pounding? They're a poor, a terrible organization. That's why. It's a different regime I mean, now. Maybe they're they're wanting to see what they have in this guy before they go draft a quarterback. How are one. you going to see it if he's running for his life? I mean, you can't see if you don't play. Man, see, see, I think the plan should have been can tweak your offensive line, see if they could gel by halfway through the season, week eight, nine, ten, and if they gel and start playing better. Then you throw Rosen in there. But I guess maybe, maybe some for some reason, maybe in practice they saw the line play better or made an adjustment in the line play better. I don't know. But the only reason to throw him in, in my opinion, will be if the offensive line shows a little bit more promise than they had through two games. So 
if he gets back there and is under constant pressure, I just don't understand the point. You're taking a quarterback with a great arm, not necessarily a great leader. We don't know if he's going to end up good no matter where he's at, but you're throwing him into a Tim Couch and and uh, Derek or David, David Carr, Carr situation. Yeah. Those guys could have been good in my opinion, but I really, I, I think Tim Couch could have been really good. I, I really, think Tim Couch. I'll just, I'm sound like an idiot, but I think he could have been a Hall of Famer if he had a, a good organization around him. He, he definitely could have been good, and I, you know, th- this is proven time and time again. Teams get quarterbacks, they throw them behind crap offensive lines, and they suck. And they're like, "Well, he just sucked." It it all starts at the line. Me and Arms talked about this earlier. It all starts at the line. So I talked about it all the way back to. Uh, Whenever the Giants drafted Saquon Barkley, it yeah. starts at the offensive line. It does. Look at what the Colts are doing right now. The Colts are competitive with their backup quarterback. Like it, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, obviously you're you're better off if they had Andrew Luck, but they're they're in in games and winning. They beat the Titans this week with Jacoby Brissett. I mean, that's in by the guy's a starter by injury only ever. Yeah. Like, give me a break. It, it's got to start with the offensive line. I mean, Marlon Max looks solid. Like everybody, every skill position is boosted when your offensive line is better. Yeah, I agree. And offensive linemen's careers last freaking 15, 16, 17 years. Whereas, yeah, I mean, a good quarterback is going to do that. But what's the average lifespan of running back in the NFL? Like three, four years? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and even still, that arc. So, Greatness really only goes from about twenty-two to thirty. I mean, that's eight years. Unless you're Frank Gore. Greatness. Greatness. I, I would still put. I would numbers. hardly call him great right now. Okay. He's gonna run all over Cincinnati this weekend. Everybody. Frank Gore is? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Breda, Moster, freaking Fred Wilson Jr., whoever the hell that is, ran all over Cincinnati. Yeah, this and Singletary's week. out. So. Interesting. I, I mean, Frank Gore is going to be a, a hell of a cheap play. Should should be able to get him for next to nothing. Uh, Jets. Sam Darnold's out a while. Do do you want anything to do with any fantasy players? We we know we don't want anything to do with Dolphins. We really don't want anything to do with Titans outside of Derrick Henry, Delaney Walker until something changes. The Jets. Do we want anything to do with any of their skill position players? Just I mean, Le'Veon Bell. Just, just, yeah, just Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Does does uh, Luke Falk become? Streamable in you know redraft. Can uh, we complete pick him up and throw him in. Yeah, not this week. No, no, not this week. I well, mean, maybe they're playing from behind the whole game. The Patriots still, might let him I get still. some garbage time touchdowns. Listen, no. Falk. I, I'm with Falk, the way I look at Falk is the way I look at most of these other quarterbacks. It's worth a, a waiver claim or a bid. Now Falk is probably one of the lowest bids I, want, I would be willing to put in, but yeah, worth a waiver claim. Cam Newton might be out. Do we trust uh, who is it? Kyle Wright. Is Kyle it? Allen. Kyle, Kyle Allen. And they have, they have ruled him out this week. They Why the hell do you not give Wilger a chance? Maybe he's not ready. Kyle Allen looked good in relief Kyle last Allen year, right? Good in relief. He knows the offense. He does. I right, Will Greer will he will probably get a chance eventually. Just give the kid a chance. Right now, Kyle Allen looked last year. I remember he he looked pretty solid. So. We'll see. I'm I'm not worried about. Well, I guess my thought was why dra- why draft Will Greer if you don't want him to be your backup quarterback at least. You got to develop guys. He obviously didn't win the backup spot in preseason. Oh, that's uh, that's I mean, probably exactly what happened. Just saying, Peach Bellini for the win. 
disagree. disagree. So I, I'm not worried about their skill position players. I actually think more of a pocket passer in there is going to benefit. Everything I've been reading Moore. today is they're I mean they're expecting the offense to just keep going with Kyle Allen in there. Maybe even maybe maybe even better, better in the way Cam's game. been playing. So. Right. Well, with that being said, I mean everything that Cam Newton is known for is done with his legs, and he hasn't done a bit, and of he it. hasn't done anything Any this year. He hasn't. So, I mean, it, if you if you take Cam Newton's passing acumen, he's a below average passer. I think we can all agree on that. I would say he's average. Average. Okay, yeah. average. I, I'll whatever. I'll Gotta give you. I'll give you average. You but okay, if Kyle Allen's just an average guy, that's. That's there's no downtick in anybody. The only difference is maybe you pay more attention on the RPOs to McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. I think McCaffrey gets thirty touches this week. Oh yeah, he should. I agree. He should, especially against Cardinals. He definitely should. Uh, Giants. Daniel Jones inserted. It's so time. Eli Manning era is over. Hate to see it. Something I wanted to bring up, like I. I I put myself through the torture of listening to things like first take just mm-hmm. because I, I like hearing about sports, even if it is from someone who yells the whole time about not believing a damn thing you're saying. But they were complaining about Eli Manning getting that $17 million before the season and how it was just the dumbest move ever, and I disagree. I don't think it was a dumb move. I think the Giants knew Eli was washed up, and I honestly think they started him this season – just to try to justify what they did, and I think they gave him that seventeen million as a courtesy for being a great giant uh, yeah, for mean, all these years. A two-time Super Bowl champion, two, yeah, exactly. He, he literally it. pulling that team from the dredges of garbage. Yeah, Eli yeah. Manning earned that seventeen million. That was a nice retirement gift, in my opinion. I don't know if he'll retire. He's I'm just, done. I'm just saying. I, I think he is, but. That, to me, that was a nice gesture on the Giants' part, and I I applaud them for it. I think it was yeah. good. Eli Manning has been the perfect citizen in New York. Oh, I mean, yeah. he he's been he's been a great football player and a great attitude. So I think it was well deserved. I think Daniel Jones has a you know decent amount of weapons to work with, especially when Golden Tate comes back. Yeah. And I expect Daniel Jones to be serviceable. I think I think he'll be okay. I mean, it, uh, as bad as Eli's played, could it be worse? Mm. Technically, yes, no, he could be I, Nathan Peterman, but no. I, I don't think it's going to be worse. I think yeah. Peterman would be better. I disagree. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think John that, Gruden. I think the offense is going to look a good bit better. I agree. So I, I think you can upgrade Evan Ingram, especially rookie quarterbacks to tight ends. It's a connection we all know about. Uh, Golden Tate comes back. I think Golden Tate's going to be very startable. I, I think he's going to be force-fed. And Golden Tate's going to be drinking through a I water agree. hose, man. Right now it's Cody Latimer. Something's not right with that. So Sterling Shepard's back this week, so yeah. I think he'll I be. Like, I like Sterling Shepard. Yeah. It continues. We're still talking quarterbacks. The Saints. Uh, is it Teddy Bridgewater? Is it Taysom Hill? Is it a combination? I think. Combination I, is what they were saying they're going with. Yeah, mm. but that's, that's I, a, that's I a, want to see Taysom Hill throw the damn football. Me I too. Do too. Me too. As, as much as I've got uh, – the utmost respect for Drew Brees because he's one of the best to ever do it. I mean, the guy's closing in on every passing record. Like, just see what you got in Taysom Hill. I, I mean, agree. let's yeah. let's stop just treating him like you know he's a playmaker. Let's, let's stop treating him like Cordell Stewart. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's going to play wide receiver this week. Oh, he's going to play running back. He's I want to see him score a touchdown from all three positions this week. Slash. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just I want to see Taysom Hill get the run because, I mean, personally, I just, I've never believed in Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he's good, and I don't think he's going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm like with it, you. I've never been a believer. I, I thought he could be serviceable, but why go with serviceable if you've got a guy that could be – I mean, the guy plays as hard, if not harder, than another guy we're going to talk about in Gardner Minshew. I mean, this guy plays his heart out, and he has talent. He can do things with the football. So I'm excited to see if they use Taysom Hill a lot more against the Seahawks. My biggest concern with, like, if Teddy Bridgewater is your guy, like his career high for passing touchdowns is 14. He's had a lot of injuries, but that's the most passing touchdowns he's ever had in his career. I like, mean, he, he, how many games he hasn't that? played that much. Yeah, uh, I think he, he really hasn't. I think he had. Did he start one year? Fourteen and fifteen for like half a year. Um, it's more than that. It's got to be more than that. I don't have the it, fourteen and fifteen, but the guy's thrown one touchdown since two thousand and fifteen. He hasn't played he hasn't that played. much. Get off of him. All I'm play saying, to win the game. Uh, Matt Lacoste. Get off Matt of Lacoste. him. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Flynn, when he got the chance, he threw seven touchdowns yeah. in a game. One time in a garbage play, garbage game against the Matt Flynn's Lions, a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, That's all like you it. need. One game, no, seven all, touchdowns. All, Matt Flynn's all, agent is a Hall of Famer. That dude got paid. Yes, yeah. Matt, Matt Flynn's <laughs> agent is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Ned Russell no. Wilson came in and was like, mm-mm. <laughs> all no. I'm saying is, like, if, if Teddy Bridgewater's a quarterback, you have to have a massive downgrade for both Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, well... I, you I don't, might as well I don't get, think so with Thomas. I think Bridgewater is. You might as well I, get Traquan Smith. Just drop him if, if Bridgewater's oh, your quarterback. I, okay, I agree with the Traquan thing, but Michael Thomas, I think, will be fine. Teddy Bridgewater plays a Tannehill-like game. Thomas is a reliable possession receiver, short and intermediate. I think I think MT will be fine. If He's it's not going to be a top five guy with him. I think he will. I don't think top five. I think you can downgrade that aspect of it, but I don't. He's still going to be a top ten guy. Like, uh, to tap, me, tap Michael Thomas is that guy who he can challenge for one. You know what I mean? But not with Teddy Bridgewater's quarterback. Let's move on. We'll see what Taysom Hill does. I think Taysom Hill wins, wins the, back, or the starting job until Brees comes back. I hope he does. Uh, Mason Rudolph. A lot of changes in Pittsburgh this week. Mason Rudolph being the main one. Uh, our boy Den Carter posted an interesting stat. Ben Roethlisberger came in. Uh, I don't remember the whole thing, and I don't want to look it up. But he came in in the third quarter. Third quarter of the third game of the 13th season of that head coach, Ben Roethlisberger, came in Cower, Bill Cower's yeah. 13th season, third week, third quarter, never never looked back. Went like 15 and or 14 15, and 1 or something won, like 15 They won 15 straight. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So oddly enough, Lost Mason Rudolph comes in, same exact things, third week, third, third quarter, week, yep. 13th year as Tomlin uh, of being both, head coach. Both to elbow injuries. That's, both to elbow injuries. as hell. It yeah. is weird well, as hell. Who did Ben take after? Neil O'Donnell? Neil uh, O'Donnell. That's Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox. That's Tommy Maddox. Okay. I think. Still. Yeah. Uh, I, loved the, I loved watching those guys. I love Neil O'Donnell. They were all like so gritty. Yeah. Gritty. So That's a gritty. good. Goes back to one of our episodes of anyone else. Just mm-hmm. gritty. Very but, gritty. Uh, but yeah. And, and then they change. No more Dante Moncrief. He, he done F that up. So it's... <laughs> It's gonna be oh, I'm just like the no, champion. he's not a good wide receiver. That's it's not about whether he's screwed up. He's not good. Week one, whenever he got targeted like freaking ten times, he dropped five of them. He's bad. He's been bad. Yeah, he Anyhow. sucks. 
so yeah, so now it's going to be Juju in the slot with James Washington. Excuse me, what's his name? Juju. The other one. James! There we go. There we go. James Washington. And then uh, Deontay Johnson is is getting his uh, his chance. And I, I, I probably should wait to get to this, but I think it's a really savvy pickup this week if you're thin at wide receiver. If your draft didn't go the way you wanted it to, I think Deontay Johnson could be a nice little pickup. James Washington hasn't done that much. Y'all correct. And somebody somebody's going to Mason Rudolph can sling the rock, and I, I'm I'm actually I'm very interested in watching Mason I'm Rudolph. Extremely interested in Rudolph as well. Oh yeah, he was the best deep ball passer out of his draft class. He's on a very talented team with a very talented set of skill players. I I'm I'm looking forward to that game against the Niners. The Niners have looked a good, solid, so it should be a good game. I posted on Twitter the other day. I think this Beat is James Washington's breakout week. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I mean I, they have three years in college together. They have the rapport already. I, him and Rudolph. I forget that. I forget that. They are college teammates. It does make a ton of sense. When has that ever worked, though? Well, I'm just saying. Uh, the Terry, rapport yeah. is there. I almost, no, no, said, like, I almost said Terry McLaurin. But somebody oh, wait, Haskins and, has and, uh, We won't see that this year. Like Robbie Anderson and somebody played college ball together. Something stupid like that. And it's like, well, they were college roommates. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. I feel like it's happened. Listeners, maybe you can answer that. So uh, we'll see. Anything else you want to talk about as far as like news, notes, injuries, did Watson, takeovers? Did Watson and Hopkins play together at Clemson? Were they on the same team? Don't think so. Hopkins uh, before him? I, I know Hopkins before him, but. Not if they did, it's that. like maybe a year. Maybe one year. Yeah, yeah I'm not 100%. That's the only, like, thing, that's the only like, thing that comes to mind. I feel like there was uh, another. Man, I don't know. I, I, why, why do I want to say Seneca Wallace, but I know that's not right. Wow, Seneca. Just, just somebody <clears throat> very, uh, very Watson-like before him, very, very mobile. I, w- I will tell you all about a poll we posted on Twitter. Follow us at the Back Row Show. Uh, I now the question is: Now is the AB saga finally over as far as his career goes? It is close to split down the middle. Forty-five percent yes, fifty-five percent no. Just wanted to share that before we got moved on to. Oh, we're questions. not done yet. Go ahead, Gardner Minshew. Thank you. I was actually getting Gardner. ready to do the. I was getting ready to do the same thing because I posted about Gardner Minshew earlier. <laughs> uh, Twitter needs that edit button so I could add that R in there instead of it being Gardner. I but, like uh, it. I, I, I His th- name was almost Beowulf. What more do you want out of a man? Was it really? Yes. Oh, I love it. His grandpa His wasn't named Beowulf. Beowulf. I, I love it so much. Which, and he's Gardner Minshew the second. But there is no Gardner Minshew the first. Should, Shut up. God, could you? I swear to God. His that's, dad's name's not Gardner Minshew. That's, that's this, beautiful. This man's a legend. He, his name should have been Beowulf the Odyssey Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, whenever he left for college, told his dad he's the man of the house now. <laughs> I love this guy Dude, so this much. Guy, there's nothing you can't like about this guy. And I think I speak for everyone that we all want him to succeed and oh be my the God. long term. I'm so glad I spent money on this Dude, guy in all my leagues. He looks good, man. He, he no, looks he good. He is one of my favorite players in the NFL right now. My, Not uh, even based on production. And one of my favorite <laughs> tweets that I saw uh, this week was, Baker Mayfield is nothing more than the great value Gardner Minshew. Oh, no, I saw that. <laughs> That's, That's beautiful. So, it's, and I love Baker Mayfield. Don't get me wrong. But, man... 
Godna Godna Minshew hype is off the chain right now. But can we talk a little bit about it? like? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's thrown two, two out of his three games. Thrown two touchdowns apiece. Kid's got heart. He he threw one and the other. I mean, it, whenever he only threw one touchdown, he tacked on you know fifty six rushing yards. Like the kid is playing for a career right now. And it shows. It, it's working out so far. Like, I love it, man. And yeah. he's not – I mean, he's got one interception. You A rookie get thrown in with what uh, most people before the season could very easily say a questionable wide receiving core. A lot of guys with potential with no no uh, true star. Yeah. But now Gardner, you know, he's, he's producing. Is he producing at like a, you know, Mahomes level? No. But, man, he, he looks fine. He looks like a very streamable option. Oh he, yeah, he looks like Definitely. an NFL starting quarterback. He does. Oh, yeah. and, he, 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 and he, looks, he also looks like the coolest porn star in the world before and after every game. He also stretches in his locker or in the locker room with <laughs> nothing but a jock strap on. This is actually true. And what else did he do? Uh, oh, no, he was off. He was offered a uh, an endorsement by a porn website. Like, dude, take the job. Take the endorsement. Because you may not have a job next year. I hope you do. I hope you're the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But take the endorsement, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I wish I could remember which uh, which website it was. XNXX. It's not. It's not that one. <laughs> but that's uh, dude. I love it. I love Gardner Minshew. Uh, so. Did you see the the I meme? Walk, I walk away for like ten seconds to get a drink, and there's you just. You faltered arms. What happened there? You're like, uh, uh. Sorry, I had Sorry, a, I was trying to look up a I meme. I got a little piece of dry skin on my nose, this. and it started irritating me. I apologize. Well, it's it's a funny me. meme. Did you're you see the me. meme with Minch, or with Uncle Rico and Napoleon? It's <laughs> Minshew, Foles. Yes. Dude, yes. It, it, it's good stuff. It's good the first, the first uh, After his first start, I saw one that said, Uncle, Uncle Rico finally made it to the NFL. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm really pulling for Gardner Minshew. Gardner. And I, and I hope it works out. So... Are you ready to get on to uh, some listener Q&A? There's not a ton. We should be able to get through it pretty quickly and start talking some starts and sits. Absolutely. So we've got uh, Lambert, part-time host of the show as well, even though he's he seems perfectly content in letting Hux roll with this and uh, him just sitting out. So to that, Lambert, we say screw you. Does Cam being out this Sunday hurt the other weapons in that offense? Luckily, we talked about this just a tiny bit already. I, I honestly think it upgrades not all those all. weapons. Maybe not so much McCaffrey in the passing game because I kind of believe that Kyle Allen's going to go down the field to DJ Moore, I agree. Curtis Samuel. So I, I don't think it's great for McCaffrey, but McCaffrey's going to be fine no matter what anyway. So I think it upgrades him. We kind of touched on that earlier. So any other quick opinions on that one? No, I think, like you said, I think it, it – they keep rolling. I mean, they're not rolling, but I think they get better. I love Curtis Samuel this week. Seagrams. I've, I've got him in one of my lineups. If you like, actually, I've been in several of my uh, dynasty lineups, yeah. and I'm not. I will not take him out. You got one free chain, dude. This is Calypso Colada. It's so delicious. Okay, uh, just me, FF. One of my favorite guys that follows us on Twitter. Very interactive. Thanks for that. Um, RB handcuff rankings could be fun. Some backups have flashed. Some starters have sputtered. Who do you prioritize? Uh, we will get to that question at the end of the show, just because we'll do a little uh, on-the-fly research, because off the top of the head at the moment, not going to happen. The Calypso Colada has got me. Hmm. So, B-League, our boy Dan Ryder for the Back Row Show. How many touchdowns 
is Danny Dimes dropping this week four or seven? <laughs> Daniel Jones is who he's talking about, as if you didn't already know. So those are my only options. Uh, That's it. I'll, I'll take the seven. under. I'm passing on the options. And I'm gonna go two. I, I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna well. go three. Nice. They lead them to a win. Mm, let's not get carried away. They play Tampa Bay. Oh, touche. I'll still go two. Tampa Bay did beat Carolina. Saquon Barkley is going to rush for one. Daniel throw for two. One of them might be to Saquon, but. So what you're saying is, it's worth paying up for Saquon in uh, in DFS. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, right, absolutely. Against Tampa, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. Fantasy Fuel Podcast. My boy John Eddie. He says, IDP question, would anyone on the Eagles take a big jump in your rankings if they traded for Jalen Ramsey? Uh, No. 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 I I just, there's, to me, there's no one that is talented enough on that defense to make a That would be the only star on the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about that. that. It's just, all around, it's a solid football team with, the, the defense has never had a superstar. Well, I mean, it has in the past, but in the past few years, hasn't had a superstar on it. It's just a solid, you know, team defense. Yeah. I mean, whoever the opposite corner is, I honestly can't tell you off the top of my head who the who the other cornerback would be, but I, I will say he would take a jump because the ball will be coming his way more, so there'd be more tackle opportunities. I'm not sure who that is. Ronald Darby? Is it Ronald Darby? I think it is Darby. You're about to find out. So if it's Ronald Darby, I guess I do have an answer. It would be him because, you know, they're not going to throw Jalen's way a lot more. It'll go to Darby. He'd probably tack on two to three extra tackles a game. Isn't Jalen the right uh, right cornerback? Well, I mean, he's not on that team. It's a no, theoretical no, just, question. But he, he only guards one side, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Is it the right or the left? Uh, do we know? I don't know. Yeah, Not sure. So it'd be either uh, Darby or Sidney Jones. Yeah, I, their, their safeties are solid to begin with, so they're neither one of them going to take a uh, massive jump. Right, which, uh, Jenkins and McLeod. Yeah, one of those two would, would tackle on some extra tackles. My opinion. you know, I, I will say Derek Barnett would give get a little bit of a bump just for the uh, coverage sex. Nothing crazy. I'm not. I wouldn't be jumping him, you know, into my top five or anything. But he'd get a little bit of a bump. I can oh. see that. I don't hate it. Uh, last question: Terry McLaurin, Nelson Aguilar. Or Marquez uh, Valdez uh, Scantley. T Mac. Half PPR. T Mac. Who's the options? Terry McLaurin, McLaurin, Nelson Aguilar. You can go ahead and throw Aguilar out. Or Mar- Marquez Valdez Scantley. Terry really McLaurin. the rest of the year or this week or what? Uh, he didn't specify, but half PPR. Okay. Either way, it's McLaurin for me. I'll go Aguilar this week, but McLaurin for the season. I'll go McLaurin all the way. Yeah, McLaurin. He's the number one. They're going to be behind in most cases. Uh, and, I, and I think I think we see a, a breakout from someone in Philly this week, and it's not Nelson Aguilar. We'll get to that shortly. So that was the listener questions. Let me make sure there are no more. I don't believe there are. Someone take it away for me, though, while I'm looking. All right. Uh, I was wanting to touch on some of these. We call them out of nowhere. People that are you just didn't expect to be this high type uh, wide receivers. I've got a couple wide receivers, a couple quarterbacks. And um, so I'll start with uh, the one from the game last night, DJ Chark. DJ Chark. So he's averaging 92 in a touch a game. 
Uh, he's not leading the team in targets, but he's leading them in uh, yardage. Efficiency. I mean, do, do we think that he's, like, is he the real deal? Is this who DJ Chark is? Is he a, a yeah. roughly a 100-yard receiver with averaging around a touchdown game? Obviously, there's going to be games of zero, right? I think I the average it. will drop a little bit to the 80s. Yeah. But... I, yeah, I think he's. I think he's the number one. As I long th- as Minshew's quarterback, I think he's the number one. Um, I just. I mean, do you think he can keep up this kind of production? That's that's where it really lies. Can he keep up this kind of production? Bark. What are your thoughts? Um. Yeah. I. B- before this game, I. I really thought it could still be up in the air. It could be D.D. Westbrook. It could be D.J. Chark. After the game against Tennessee, it's. It's DJ Chark. I, I think he is he's the guy. He's the guy to own. He's the guy that's gonna catch more touchdowns than anyone else on the team. He's probably gonna lead him in yardage. Maybe DD comes back and leads him in receptions. Maybe. But if you tell me who do you want, the reception guy or the yardage and touchdown guy, give me the yardage and touchdown guy. It's it's DJ Chark. So I, I believe that the biggest impact here, you know, I mean we talk about college report, but Minshew and Chark were like second team report. Right, yeah. So I, was gonna say. I think that's where it, it built up, and I think this is going to be a connection that continues to last. I mean, Chark athletically is superior to every wide receiver they have. I mean, I want to say six foot three, uh, six three, about two hundred pounds, give or take, and an absolute burner, uh, combine darling. I mean, the guy just d- blew away every other wide receiver at the combine. So I think I think this is who he is. I think he's is he going to be Odell Beckham? No, but I do think he can be a over 1,000 yards and 10-ish touchdowns on a season wide receiver. And that's that's a hell of a fantasy uh, prospect right there. Who uh, Maybe I'm drawing a blank, but one other question was, who gets more sacks Sunday night, Miles Garrett or Darnold? Hmm. Who's Darnold? Hmm. Or does he mean Donald. They're Aaron, playing the Rams. Or Aaron, oh, Aaron Donald, Donald. It's, it's no. Garrett. It's for, Garrett. Some, for some reason, I thought it was a play on this. He's got past two and a half sacks a game right now. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a play on this last week, and he's like Sam Darnold or Miles. Is this a joke? I wasn't sure. So I think he meant Aaron Donald. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's Miles Garrett. Yeah. Easily, Aaron Donald actually hasn't had a sack in like five games, which is something we've talked to last about. Year. I mean, the Browns' O line's trash. So I could see Donald getting in there, but definitely Garrett. They freed him up more yeah, this good. year. He's got five sacks through two games. Which is Jeez. ridiculous. Right. I mean, dude's on pace to, you know, what, 50 sacks on the shatter, year? Shatter the record. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's time. If he, he comes it, down to earth, he's probably still going to approach the record. Yeah. I mean, we'll one, one sack, just one sack a game would put him at 19, right? <sighs> So the record's in the twenties, right? Right, I'm just saying he's gonna he's gonna be like it's like twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half. Only only problem is like this is what happens in in defensive inland. Players go stretches of games without a sack. It happens all the time. Yeah. So not 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 even the best defensive end typically gets your hand. Sorry. Yeah. Not not every defensive end gets a sack a game automatic. I mean they 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 miss one, they miss two, you know, it happens. It's and Aaron Donald, you know, the pressure's still there. He's still a great player. He, we don't base – we don't judge him on sacks, really. No. He's a disruptor. I no. mean, Aaron Donald is more valuable to that team even if he's not getting a sack a game. <laughs> he is probably the best overall defensive lineman in the game. However, 
his value always doesn't always show, show up on stat sheets. Right. Especially not fantasy stat sheets. I mean, they've got pressures and, you know, disruption and all the, um, you know, super analytics, all that stuff. But, yeah, it's it, he's great, just not for your fantasy team. Agreed. So here, here I am thinking we've got this three-hour mega show planned, 40 minutes in, and we're kind of ready for our picks and sits of the week. Let's take a quick uh, break to talk about the sponsor of tonight's show, my bookie at the end of a hard week it's great to sit down take some time off and watch some football as arms would say let's talk about some football game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them there's nothing else like the nfl and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than to bet on them so do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag no one gives you more ways to win than they do. My bookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. And don't forget, when your betting is just as important as who you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play and where you should too. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best, so do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie use the promo code b-a-c-k you can also use the promo code r-o-w on mybookie.ag today you play you win you get paid my bookie thanks for sponsoring the show oh shoot i've got a ton of people to talk let's about. let's keep going then all right john ross averaging 135 touchdowns 135 points in wow. a, a one and a half touchdowns a game and they're zero and two they're 135 0 touchdowns a game and no, they're oh and two wow hush. It, it's really hard to bet against him right now. Like, he's still dropping the ball. And I feel disgusting even saying it. But, I mean, you kind of got to fire him up right now if you got him. I can't. I just can't do it. I, I you feel, can do I it! I feel like the other shoe's going to drop for this guy. And it's, Man, I don't know. We've seen him suck for so long, and now all of a sudden he strings together two games of, of fantasy performance. I don't know if you can... I think you have to start him until he until he just puts up another egg like he used to. I think he comes back down to earth this week against Buffalo. They're one of the best pass defenses in the league. But I think, I mean, he's startable just because of what he's done. But I just I, I don't have him, so I'm not playing him. Okay, Sammy Watkins, two hundred twenty-two yards, and uh, man, that can't be right. I think I had him average at 222 a game, but I, there's no edge. I think it's 100, 122 yards a game and uh, one and a half touchdowns. So is Sam? He he's still leading the team in targets. He's averaging 12 a game. It was I think 11 and then 13. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Demarcus Robinson had a hell of a week this past week. Do we think Sammy Watkins is week one Sammy Watkins or week two Sammy Watkins? Somewhere in between. I think he's week two Sammy Watkins. I mean, I, I still. Tyreek Hill's not there, so Sammy Watkins is still a guy that I would fire up just based on the fact that I think his floor is a very safe 10 points a game in PPR, mm-hmm. and I'm okay. I, I'm very okay with a safe floor. Like right now, uh, Cooper Cup is a guy that I acquired for his floor. I mean, his floor is 10 targets a game, 5 to 7 receptions. He's getting me 10 or more. Sammy's going to get you 10 or more, and I think you have to start that over – boomer bust guys like uh 
well, John Ross. Uh, John Ross, you got to fire him up, but I mean, the the an egg is very possible. So I guess I will say more of a floor of a Jameson Crowder. He's going to give you a 20-some, or he's going to give you five, or he's going to give you 50. I mean, you just don't know with a guy like that. I don't think his floor is safe, but players like that, Sammy Watkins' floor is safe. He's playing with Patty Mahomes. He's giving you 10-plus till Tyreek comes back. Then he could put up an egg. So until Tyreek's back, I'm fine with Sammy. Okay, so moving on down the list. And I, I don't mind Sammy. I don't. His consistency will continue to drive you nuts. Er, Absolutely. It, that's going to be the biggest issue with him. It's up and down. I think that he's going to have more games under 20 points than over and probably more games under 15 than over 25. Right. Uh, but I, I'm. I, here's my thing. If I have Sammy right now, I'm going to try to target somebody who's got a big-time receiver throw in something else and try to get you know someone who's better and more consistent than Sammy Watkins. Oh, I'll trade Sammy Watkins all day if I can get someone yeah. I like more. Uh, so next on the docket, we got Hollywood Brown, averaging 125 in a touchdown a game. His role actually increased from week two to week big, three. Big time. Going from uh, five targets to 13. Obviously, his played production a decreased a little bit. Snaps. I want to say he only played five or seven snaps week one. He played 18 snaps week one, and it was like 50-some week two. It it jumped big time. Listen, I'll eat crow when I have to. I was not big on Marquise Brown going into the draft. I was even lower on him after he goes to Baltimore. But this team is not what we thought it was. Mm -hmm. They're not going to grind the ball. Mark Ingram is not going to have his best season ever because Lamar Jackson – is going to try to continue, and John Harbaugh is going to try to continue to show that Lamar Jackson is the truth. One of my new favorite sayings that the young kids are saying, the truth. So, I, I Hollywood Brown, I, I'm buying all day long right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's clearly looks like the number one, one, one A with Mark Andrews. Yeah. But, yeah. The, and if, the if deep Lamar's, ball, I mean, they're going to, yeah. they're going to give him the, Deep. But he's not just the no, deep he's ball not. guy. That's no, the best not. thing about him. Yeah. He's, he's not. He's, he's got the speed to take it short and take it all the yeah. way. And if Lamar's going to be this good, he can support Andrews and Brown. Yeah, he's, Snead, forget about him. Boykins, forget about him for a year or two. Hollywood it's, is very Tyreek Hill. That's what I was going to say, Tyreek yep. Hill. That's what he reminds me of right now. Agreed. And I, I don't know if he keeps it up, but I, I bank on him keeping it up more than I do John Ross or Sammy Watkins. I agree. I think... He, from he's consi- who I'm buying out of those three. Yeah, from a consistency standpoint, I think DJ Chark will be the most consistent stat line, but it's not going to have the highest highs or the lowest lows out, out of the ones I've named so far. And yeah. crazily, give me the guy with the – listen, I love Gardner. I love Gardner Minshew. But give me the guy with the up-and-coming possible superstar quarterback. Give me Marquise Brown over DJ Chark. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm with you. I was just saying from a consistency standpoint, I feel right, like right, I the you. floor ceiling for uh, DJ Chark's closer to one another, whereas the floor for uh, yeah. Hollywood might be a little bit lower, but I feel like his ceiling is much higher. I agree. He's That's a, a great statement. He's he's like a Deshaun Jackson when it comes to boom or bust, yeah. I think. I mean, but we I, haven't really seen it yet, but, but I think that's the type of player. Talking but Marquise the, or Chark? Marquise. But I feel like the, the difference is the target shares are – going to be monstrous for yeah, Hollywood going forward. I think forward. his floor is safe. Where, yeah, whereas Deshaun, I, you know, he might get three targets in a game, and I don't think we're ever going to see that. I mean, yeah, maybe once or twice, but we're not going to see that very often with Hollywood Brown. So, moving on down, Michael Gallup, averaging 110 a game and six and a half targets a game. Injured. Going to be out a few. 
Okay, but so, are you buying Michael Gallup? I am. Yeah, absolutely. If if Dak's going to keep this up, and if this Dallas team is is, uh, I think this Dallas team has realized that it's 2019. Yeah, we got Zeke, but let's let's not just be a run team. I mean, let's go ahead and make this offense. Teams are chasing the Chiefs and the Rams. Yep. So teams have made adjustments. So I I don't expect them to stop throwing the ball at all. Michael Gallup, I think, is going to be as good as he was the first two games. I'm buying all day long. I did just buy. I traded Stephon Diggs and D.D. Westbrook. I acquired Michael Gallup, Cooper Cup, and Preston Williams. Wanted to switch it up, take a chance. What I believe league, in Gallup. This? this was our league of record. Wow. I traded Diggs and D.D. Westbrook. I got Cooper Cup, uh, Preston Williams, and who who we were just I feel like you ripped him off Gallup. horribly. Uh, I mean, was it D- you? D- D- no, it wasn't okay. me. It was Lambert. Okay, you ripped off Lambert. <laughs> he offered, and uh, I, I had to think about it. I mean, we are talking Diggs. This and is Diggs a, is a top-tier talent. He, so, he, I, mean, but I feel like Cooper Cup is oh, yeah. on par with Diggs whenever he's on the field. He's risky, though. He's a notch below, but yeah, I, it. he got the better end of the deal, All I right. think. So we'll see. Time will tell. Terry McLaurin. I'm buying. I have, I have no worries about him. I think his floor is safe as well. He's the number one in Washington. He's the most talented wide receiver in Washington, hands down. Uh, Trey, oh, Quinn, yeah. Trey Quinn's okay. I mean, he's an okay slot guy. Uh, Kelvin Harmon, I think, with time will be solid, but Terry McLaurin, is he's established. He's the guy. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's eight, one of the best route runners in the league. He's averaging five receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown a game. Where the hell did Scary Terry come from? I don't know. I don't either. T-Mac, Scary Terry. The man of many nicknames. Scary Terry's the one I've been hearing the most, but all right, Debo, Samuel Debo. Go ahead, Debo Samuel. He was my favorite. He was my favorite receiver outside of AJ Brown pre-draft. I'm sticking with him. I, I'm buying. Well, week one he had three for three on in 17 yards. Uh, week two, five out of seven targets for 86 yards against a putrid Bengals. Yeah, but I mean, is the Steelers defense really that much better right now? If he's going to become Jimmy G's favorite target, they I did mean, just uh, acquire Minka. Outside of Kit, Kittle, of course. Oh yes, I forgot about that. Actually, we do. Yeah, we do have we do have moves that have been made. All right. Um, last receiver, James Washington. <laughs> it hasn't hasn't done anything, Washington, but obviously no. Moncrief, not really uh, anything at this point. What do we think? Is James Washington going to be something? Not buying yet. I mean, you can get. I'm not selling because they've got him on damn near every roster. I got him on a couple teams, but I'm not selling him. But I think you can still acquire him for really cheap. Uh, Before we move on, I want to touch on some quarterbacks real quick. Uh, We got to touch on some running backs too. So you started this. All right, you you hit the running backs. I'll do the quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson. All right, seven touchdowns. But let's also realize he played the Dolphins and the Cardinals. I get that, but. He still he still came out slinging. So are they going to continue to throw him out there and sling the ball? Yeah, they are. Man, I'm looking, Jackson, for, I'm looking forward to that game this dude, weekend. This, this this is the game. This is the. I said something about a different game being like one of the big games of the week, but the Chiefs and Ravens is a huge game. I, I agree. Massive. So the slate going forward if if you are a if you are Lamar Jackson owner and you do have what you believe is a better quarterback let's be real the price you paid for Lamar Jackson was next to nothing all right if you unless you drafted it well no it was next to nothing you didn't pay much for Lamar Jackson um so 
going forward, he's got the Chiefs, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Bengals. If you're going to sell, let him finish out that slate and then sell, because it doesn't get much. It doesn't get very favorable after that. I mean, I'm really looking forward to this game this week, but I think he has a little bit. I I don't think he has. I mean, he's not going to put the numbers. I don't think Chiefs defense sucks, but. At Arrowhead, I think he's. I think they're going to bring the pressure on Lamar. I think he's going to have a little bit of mediocre game this but week. Bringing the pressure means he runs. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. I think he has a mediocre game this week. I, I just wonder. Do you think he can keep up? The I mean, I think right now he's the number one or number two quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, can he I'd, continue to be a top three fantasy quarterback? Yeah, just because of his rushing ability. I agree. Okay. And, and I and I've always I've thought for a while. That we judged his throwing ability too harshly, too quickly. So I'm not saying he's a top tier thrower in the league, but if he can be a above average thrower in the league, uh, his ceiling's massive. Real quick, just want to say uh, we we did have another question on here. It's not not a question that we have to take time to answer, but uh, I can't read this name. Conteras, we'll call him Conteras. He said, what's up, fellas? New sub. Thanks for subscribing. Appreciate it. He found us uh, live on YouTube. And he said, do you guys offer start sit advice? Yes, we do. Hit us up on Twitter at The Back Row Show. Uh, find our Facebook page. You can even email us. I'm not going to throw that out right away. Try to find us on there first. But, yeah, we absolutely do. Thanks for subscribing. Those are the Thanks first two routes which we'll respond. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter is usually the quickest. Me and Arms. And uh, you can also do at Huck's Back Row. I'll hook you up with our login too so you can add it. But you can private message us on Twitter. We'll get to you very quickly that way. So, yes. All right. Sorry, guys. Keep going. All right. So, Dak, similar type of uh, competition week one, week two is, as Lamar Jackson. He's thrown for 674 and 7, but he played the Giants and the Skins. So, Dak coming up is the Dolphins, which for me Woo, is play fans. of the week. Dak, Pros- or Dak Prescott will be the play of the week. For, Miami's for going to win. But then it goes the Saints, the Packers, and the second half of the season is nothing. not exceptionally favorable for Dak Prescott. All I'm saying is let him dismantle the fence because it's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. And then he's going to look like he's probably going to legitimately after this week be the number one quarterback in all of fantasy. Right. And it's pro- he might actually be up 10, 15 points on uh, – when Patrick Mahomes, think about it. Patrick Mahomes does play a great Ravens defense. By the way, start all your Cowboys this week. Yes, definitely. And if you play a Survivor Pick'em League, uh, go ahead and pick the Cowboys this week. Yeah, that's that's also true. That's but, also true. So I guess, I guess where I'm going with this, I, for me, I'm selling Dak after the Fins, after the Fins game. Uh, it depends. I on mean, who it, I guess. Well, he's probably going to be at peak value. So I mean, yeah, I guess you can go ahead and tell him because we no, I don't think any of us were on him before the season. We all hated him. I just feel like the, the hate's a strong word. I feel him. like he's going to come down to earth. I don't know, hard. man. Got, Kellen Moore's got that offense rolling. New offensive coordinator there. Once again, he played I mean, the Giants, the Skins. No, I, I get it, but I mean, just the new offense. I think the a young guy and Kellen Moore. I don't even know. If, he's like thirty years old. Yeah, he I was mean, quarterback. Think, yeah, Clemson I mean, Clemson guy. Wasn't I don't he? even know if he's thirty. He hasn't. It just seemed like he was playing last year. It wasn't that. It was a little <laughs> further back than that. I mean. All right, so 
Um, you guys are buying? You're keeping Dak? Are you trying to acquire Dak if, no. if you don't have him? It, it, it's it's too it's too well, much. It's it's a hard answer because it depends on who your quarterback is this year. I mean, it in some leagues I might be buying, in some leagues I might have no interest. I mean, quarterback's still that thing. Like we talked about it before the season. You know, if you got Matthew Stafford, why buy? Yeah. If you got Lamar Jackson, why buy? If you got Gardner Minshew, you might want to roll with him and see if he gets better statistically as the season goes on he becomes more comfortable it just really depends if my quarterbacks are Jameis winston marks mariota hell yeah i'm trying to buy dak prescott okay or if you're in an injury situation like me in a couple leagues with breeze cam newton yeah ben roethlisberger yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) trying to buy then but all right uh, so Minshew, you love him we all love him are you trying to acquire i know you wanted him i acquired him in all the leagues you paid heavy for him hell yeah i did um but as I'm looking through, like he, he doesn't look to have you know terrible matchups through the rest of the season. And for what he's done so far, I think he can keep up this level of production. I don't know if he's going to be a four or five touchdown uh, game guy ever, but yeah. Are you guys? I know you want to acquire him. Hux. What are, what are your thoughts on Minshew? Trying to acquire or just you know what? Not going to be worth the price for the hype right now. I think the hype is yeah, it's not worth the price right now. I don't think. So I'm probably not trying to buy right now. And I'll give you one more uh, at quarterback. So Case Keenum is averaging 300 yards a game and two and a half touchdowns a game. Case Keenum. Now I avoid him before. at all costs right now. Come on, you have you own him. He, no, he plays Chicago this week. Oh, I avoid him too. Okay, but other than that, like week uh, five against the Patriots. Week 9 against the Vikings, week 13 against the Panthers, and the rest of it looks like cupcakes. Case Keenum could finish Is in he going to be the 10. quarterback that long? If, he, if he's producing, I doubt it, but if he's producing, well, I, mean, I mean... if he's throwing 300 yards a game, but they're they're still 0-2. Yeah, I mean, if they're still losing... Are the they question gonna, is, if he's, not, if he's not the reason they're losing, though, why, why do you Yeah, but him? if you get in that point of the season, we're like, all right, the season's kind of... We're done. Let's see what Haskins can give us. And last, I, I lied to you about Keenum. Last one I'm going to touch on is Baker. Oh, that great value version of Minshew. So he's averaging 300 yards and a touchdown. Is he just the leader of the Gardner Minshew fan club? Or do you see him becoming Baker from last year? Or is like, or was last year flukish? No. They don't no, look like, they don't look flukish. that good. Not yet. There's, there's some new pieces and. The, like Huck said, the the line is not looking that great. No, the line's terrible. So, yeah. Uh, real quick, last question of the, the evening, and we'll continue to move on. Uh, our new subscriber asks, pick a flex in a half-point PPR. DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, Miko Hardman, or Tyler Boyd? I'm going to say right Boyd. off the rip, it's Boyd. Safer floor. I think you're you're getting 15 points uh, this week out of Boyd. Not happening. Oh. oh. Come on. Javius White's covering Tyler Boyd this week. It's not happening. Tyler Boyd doesn't even play outside half the time. Well, I'm just it, saying it's, it's Tyler, not happening. Tyler Boyd. Who, who is it for you? Who is the choices? Uh, Metcalf. DJ Moore, Metcalf, Mecole, or Boyd. It's not Mecole. Um, I'm going to go Metcalf. Yuck. What? I know. He has, he's looked decent. I'm not I'm not going to say. I'm not going to talk bad about Zacharias. <laughs> DeKalen Zacharias. DeKalen Zacharias. For me, it's Boyd. DJ Moore is a close second. I don't think you can go wrong there, really. Boyd's Boyd. probably safer, but I'm I'm going Metcalf. I like to be safe. 
I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so take what you want out of that. Arms. It, Tyler Boyd. Uh, floor. I don't know if his ceiling's as high as like uh, DJ Moore this week, but his floor is definitely so much higher than all the rest of them. Regardless of what I said about Kyle Allen elevating some of the positional players, we got to admit sometimes we could be way off. DJ Moore could maybe not mesh with Kyle Allen. Mm-hmm. It could happen. Tyler Boyd's going to get 10-plus targets. He just is. Uh, unless John Ross goes for 20. But Tyler Boyd's my guy. Uh, running backs real quick. Derrick Henry, double digits every game yesterday. Uh, he was saved by a touchdown. Do we feel any different? A touchdown that probably shouldn't have been his. So I, I don't remember who caught the, the ball. It ended up as a short yard situation. He ends up plunging it in. Average-wise, he's the sixth best uh, running back right now as far as points per game goes, which is what we try to measure on. So, Derrick Henry, are you buying yet, Arms? You've not been a Derrick Henry guy. but I still think he's going to have huge ups and some really, really bad downs. Like, I, 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 I can't do it. I'll stick by my stance and say that Derrick Henry still finishes the season with, like, 1,100 yards, probably going to get 10 touchdowns, you know, because that's I think that's kind of his floor. He's a great short yardage guy. But I just I just don't see him breaking off a 75-yard reception every week. It's just not going to happen. Now, to me, there's not a lot of surprising names in the top 10 points per game-wise. Austin Eakler, he's a surprising name. That I think we've surprising. already – Yeah, he's number one. I mean, points yeah. per game, number one running back in fantasy football right now. And I, I think we could all say points we're points per game. Points per game. Is he above Dalvin? Oh yeah. 30, oh, shit, 31, 31 points a game right now for Austin Eakler in our league of rep record. Dalvin Cook's behind him at twenty seven, number two slot. But uh as far as that goes, not a lot of names that surprise me too much uh in the top ten. Even ten through twenty, uh not not a whole lot of names that surprise me that much either. But San Francisco, is there a running back that we're okay owning or are we, are we selling everyone that we can? Jeff Wilson has been vulturing touchdowns. Raheem Mostert has had a good game. Uh, Beretta's had has been doable. That's what she said. That was disgusting. Beretta's been <laughs> solid uh, in the first couple games. So is there – I what, what do you think? What do we think about the same frame running I feel backs? like it's like the uh... – the Patriots running back situation, but with pro- like production all the way around. Like I feel like somebody every week is probably going to really have a nice game. Good luck. Good luck. I, I don't want to deal with that. I'm sorry. As a fantasy owner, I just don't want to deal with that. I'll take one of them as my number three as a bye week guy and hope that it hits whenever there's, you know, a uh, an injury or, you know, once again, to week five, if I got a guy on the bye, I'll put him in. Hell yeah, let, let's do that. But I don't want to deal with the ups and downs, and I don't want to deal with Jeff Wilson freaking, who won literally nobody but himself a fantasy football game last week. <laughs> like, I don't want to deal I with mean, that. I think I think Breed is ownable. I agree. And actually, since it's my team, I'm going to ask you guys a sit-start question. I have Breed as starting in one of my leagues over Tarek Cohen. What do you think? I'm okay with that. I think okay. Breed is the better start. Uh, PPR? Well, yeah, of course. Man. Is there anything else? No, no. there, there is. <laughs> nobody should be playing. It. Yeah, it's coin flip for me, honestly. I mean, Cohen catches so many damn balls. So sometimes I, it, it, it's coin flip. I mean, it depends on the game script. There it seems like because if they're up 
or right in the game. It looks like Montgomery's going to be getting the work. Because, I mean, he, Cohen didn't have much of a game last week. Speaking of which, you, you transitioned me perfectly. I want to talk yeah. real quickly. Before before we move on on that, like, what? but Breida only had thirty seven yards week one. I mean, he rushed for one hundred twenty one against the Bengals. Catches, no, no catches. Did he? He had no receptions week one. Okay, I was. He only, sure he only I was had asking. one week two. Just ask. I mean, he he tw- he averaged ten yards a carry in week two. Like, that's kind of flukish. You know, he, I think I could be wrong. I, I was at the game. You know. We weren't obviously watching for stadium. You can't see everyone's numbers. He he looked like he looked like a star, but damn, it's still the Bengals. Yeah. So I mean, not ready to to start him. Give me Tree Cone. Let me let me touch on a few running backs that are have disappointed through two weeks and get you guys as quick takes on them. Damian Williams has disappointed. Leonard Fournette is disappointed. Uh, or did he just do what we thought? Let, let's leave Let's leave Fournette out of there because we none of us. We, we treat him like Dak around here. So Damian Williams, disappointing. James Conner, disappointing. Royce Freeman, Lind- or Philip Lindsay, not so much Freeman. Philip Lindsay and David Montgomery. So Montgomery, Lindsay, Conner, and Damian Williams all have disappointed a little bit. Do you buy low on any of those guys? Uh, David Montgomery? Absolutely. I don't know if you can buy low on him. I, mean, I don't he, think he just had either. a good game week, too. But, but I mean, are you buying? I You know what? I've... I've seen some Twitter posts, uh, like of him getting dropped in redraft league. So if people were dropping him in oh, redraft, yeah, pick him up. Then some dynasty owners are going to panic a Hell, little I, bit. So I saw Rashad Penny get dropped in redraft. I, I, I probably would do that too, to be honest. They have almost identical stats. Yeah, I'd, still, yeah. I'd be okay. I, I I roll with the hot hand in redraft because I don't pay that much attention to it. But but I mean, are you buying it, Lindsay? Are you buying Lindsay? Do you think he bounces back, or is Freeman your own? I think it's a straight split there i don't think I agree. i'm not buying them yeah I I, i'm with you and we this talked about really this in, a lot in the off season too like you just don't know if either one of them are good enough to wrangle the job from the other one and right. royce is too good to not be on the field connor james, james connor? connor i'm buying i'll buy i'm buying uh damian williams i'm not buying i'm he's not buying probably gonna be pretty cheap right now i think it he depends. should be cheap and he's out this week so he's out this week does darwin thompson make his presence known are we just going to ignore the fact that LaShawn McCoy's there? No. LaShawn McCoy's going to get carries. We know he's going to get carries, but I I, I wouldn't feel comfortable playing him in any league format still. Uh, I'm sorry. I just am not. But Darwin, I'll take that high-ceiling chance on. Darwin's going to have to be dirt cheap. I mean, it, here's the thing. If Darwin comes in and does what he looked like in the preseason, he ain't giving back that job. I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, – I agree. I, I want no shares of Damian Williams, but I would definitely take a chance on uh, Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Uh, but but I'm okay buying Damian Williams if owners are just really afraid of him. Like I don't As mind. I don't. Be. I don't mind adding him to my running back stable if somebody's like, give me Miles Boykin or give me Dante Pettis. No, I mean, if, or, anytime you can add a possible big part of a Chiefs offense, then you, at a cheap price. Bingo, hooks. Bingo. Bingo was his name. I like it. Okay, guys, ready to get into some sits and stops? Let's roll. Yeah. Okay, we'll just do the same thing. Go around the table. Uh, start out with with big sits or starts. I'll, I'll lead it off. I'm excited about this one. I know you can start them all, but my one of my favorites. I have two big time pickups at wide receiver that I love this week. The first one is crazily Randall Cobb. 
Randall Cobb, if you can pick him up, if he's sitting on your waivers in Dynasty, or if you can acquire him for something that you don't need. Like, say you have a, you know, you're stacked at linebacker. You can trade your fifth or sixth linebacker for him. You're stacked at tight end. You have three or four of them. You can trade your third tight end for him to win a game this week. I think you do it. Randall Cobb, Michael Gallup's out. Devin Smith is the guy that they're saying is going to get a lot more play. Well, yes, of course he is. He's going to be in the game more. But Randall Cobb, to me, is the guy to own this week for the Cowboys against the Dolphins. I think he is going to slice and dice those poor little aquatic mammals up. Major start for me. Uh, I mean, I I like Cobb, but I'm just, I'm wondering, I really think it's going to be the Zeke show this week. And I'm wondering if... it will be after the second half. Or after the first half. Going into the second half. I mean, so... I don't know. Because I think that they could pull their starters up to three quarters. So, I mean... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Rosen tears I mean, it may, up. I mean, I hope so. I hope Miami wins. Screw the Cowboys. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think I think it's going to be the Zeke show. I think I don't know. I, I just don't know if it's going to be enough to go around to get Cobb the – I don't know. I'm iffy on Cobb. See, I think Cobb stays in the whole time too. Like, they might pull out Amari Cooper, but I don't think Cobb even comes off the field. I don't think they bother with just going all preseason yeah, but on him. By that time, they're going to be running Tony Pollard. Maybe. But I love Cobb this week. I, I just think it's a savvy pickup, especially in redraft, because he's there. He's there. I've picked him up in every redraft just to insert him in place of injuries, in place of, you know, guys that are disappointing a little bit. So I love Randall Cobb this week. I'll pass it on to. I'll pass whoever. on Randall Cobb, though. I don't. The inconsistencies he always had with Green Bay. I'm sorry, but as good as Dak looks, he's no Aaron Rodgers. You. Okay. <laughs> okay, someone else give me a start. Uh, you're going to love this. Preston Williams. Oh. I think they're going to be... I, I don't disagree with it. I, I considered him. Playing from behind, I think he's going to get a ton of targets. Uh, the yard is going to be there, sneaks into the end zone. I think Preston Williams is going to be held play this week. I don't disagree. I mean, I, I think he. To, I'm not comfortable putting him in there, unless I missed out on some of the other guys I'm going to talk about. But I think you could be very right on that one. I mean, I'm not. I'm not starting him, in because I mean, my my wide receiving core is probably pretty weak if I'm starting Preston Williams this week. But now, in DK purposes, yeah, I'll give him a shot. Yeah, he's cheap. I mean, you got to have him on your team to begin with. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, he's rosterable on in Dynasty, obviously. Yeah, that's but, what I'm I saying. Mean, like, you can't just we can't. When we're saying start him, what I'm getting at is, if you've got uh, Gallup, you know, someone who's out. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to plug him in for yeah, okay, injured guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable with rolling with him. I'm I'm not going to make a trade to hurt my team if I've got Preston Williams sitting on my bench. Okay. D- don't mind that at all. Uh, let's see. I'll start. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about him earlier, but I'm starting James Washington this week. James That's my Washington. number two uh, at wide receiver, my second start. I just think the rapport with Mason Rudolph's there, you know, coming from college together. I, I think this is his breakout week. See, I, I think they beat the 49ers. I think the 49ers are favored by a touchdown, which still kind of – I know they're 2-0, and aren't they? The line, the line yeah. is uh, six and a half, six and, and, a half, and okay. they are two and zero. Oh, yes, yep. that's just yeah. I think the Steelers win this week. 
I'll, I'll go wide receiver with you. I'll go ahead and give up my next one, who is a massive redraft target, in my opinion. And you can grab him in Dynasty. This guy has looked good when healthy. Mac Hollins. I have rostered Mac Hollins more times than I'd like to admit. I've dropped him. I've picked him up. I've dropped him. I've picked him up. The kid can play. Oh, yeah. But he never seems to be able to stay healthy enough to get on the field. He's had issues over the past couple years. Deshaun Jackson's out this week. I did see that Alshon Jeffrey has a chance to play now. But still, Mac Hollins got eight targets last week. I think he caught them all for 80 yards. <laughs> the kid's a good football player, and if he gets enough of an opportunity, he may not let it go if he can stay on the field. I think if you're suffering in redraft or dynasty and you need a plug-and-play, I think Mac Hollins is a really good bet this week against what I think is going to be a solid Lions team and a pretty solid game. I actually expect this game to be high-scoring, and I think another guy from this i'll wait but i'll move on matt collins if we're going if you're going to go to uh jj sega no. here no no well, i'm not i will sticking with the same game same team actually if uh jj is available right now is when you want to pick him up because I, I will say it, i think because he could sit this he week. could I'm not saying starting. I know. I'm saying if he's available, he's not ready. You've got to pick him up because if he gets a few targets and does some what I think he can do with them, he's going to be his price will be through the roof next week. Yeah, I mean, the if Alshon sits, he's going to get some playing time this week. Oh yeah, if Alshon sits, he'll definitely see the field. But wait, last week it was Hollins who who got the playing time. So I'm I'm buying Matt Hollins everywhere I can just in hopes that he can put up another good game and stick around. Give me another start. Guys, I'm fine with starting Mason Rudolph this week. I, I am as well. Oh, yeah. I have no reservations like, about I that. Am, I'm starting him in one league. I I could very, <laughs> injuries. I can see him. Is he going to be Big Ben? No, he's not going to throw for 5,000 yards over the rest of the season. But, mm, man, it could. I just don't. I don't know if it's going to be as massive of a drop-off as everybody thinks. The guy was drafted to be the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger. There was rumblings of his retirement. That's the reason they addressed quarterback in that draft. That's why they were able to trade Josh Dobbs yeah. last week. Yeah. So yeah. you get Mason Rudolph with the plethora of talent around him. I mean, Juju, in my opinion, one of the top receivers in the league. I think James Washington has a chance to be up there. I mean, the tight ends are solid. You know, you've got James Conner who can catch the ball out of the backfield. What's not to love about a situation, if anything else? Like, oh, he's in a he's in a perfect situation. Remove who we, what we think he can be talent wise. Just look at the situation. Yeah. I've seen way crappier quarterbacks come in and uh, and excel based on situation than him. Yeah, I'm definitely comfortable playing him this week. So, you got another one? Um, I'll, I'll go quarterback. And you're probably starting. I don't know. Some of them probably iffy from week to week. But I like. I like the like you said. I think the Eagles Lions game is going to be a high scoring game. I'm comfortable. I'll go. Ahead. I have Stafford and Wentz both broke down. I think. I think both of them are. You're probably starting Wentz, but Stafford sometimes iffy week to week. But I think they're both playable this week. I agree. Agree 100. Uh, I'm going to give another start from that game. Actually, I, I think if there is a week where he's primed to finally do some damage and put up double-digit fantasy points. I think Miles Sanders could have himself 
his not breakout because I don't think he's going to run for 150 yards or anything like that. But I get up and get to drink yourself, Hux. <laughs> but I do think that uh, I do think that Miles Sanders is going to have a good week. I think he's going to score a touchdown this week. I think he'll lead the backfield and carries uh, our buddy Michael Bauer over at the Dynasty Rewind. He also still believes in Miles Sanders fully. I'm sorry I was mean to you, Hux. Um, but I like Miles Sanders this week. I think it's going to be a good game. I think you're going to see plenty of rushing and passing on both sides. It's going to be a close one the whole way through, in my opinion. And I do like Miles Sanders this week. I'm not starting him in every league because I've got some guys that I would not even dream of starting him over. But if he's one of your top options at running back, I think you could plug him in. I fired him up in one of my DFS uh, lineups. Yeah, I mean, he's dirt cheap. Yeah, I say he's cheap. Yeah, I think he. This could be his week. So I'm gonna fire up. uh, I'm gonna give you a stack here. Uh, Cousins and Thielen. I mean, Mm. they they are playing the Raiders, Mm -hmm. who tend to struggle a little little bit against Mm -hmm. pass. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Hey, you can disagree all you want. We're we're all wrong sometimes. But I think that both of them are going to have bounce back weeks. I think that uh, you'll see a little bit of what we've seen historically from Cousins and uh, both and Thielen as well. I'm just worried about them. I, I don't. I don't doubt it. Like the Raiders have shown that they can be competitive, and Tyrell Williams has looked good. Darren Waller's looked good. Brandon Jacobs has looked good. You you might you might very well be right about it. I'm just I'm not comfortable right now. I no, am very, actually, I'm not comfortable with. Cousins. I actually have Cousins as one of my sits this week. I just same. They're gonna. They're wanting to run the ball. I think it's gonna look more like Week One this week than it did last week. But I mean, they're gonna throw the ball more than ten times this week. But, right. I think, I mean, and then last week he threw it 32 times, but he only completed 14 passes. And they're just, they're wanting to establish the run. Cousins don't look right right now. No, I mean, I, but the talent's there. I mean, especially with the receivers. So, I mean, I could see it. I could see Thielen more than Cousins. I could see Thielen having, he could have 100. Because you could, I mean, you could very well hit on that. I feel the matchup's prime. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'm, uh, if uh, Oakland can stay with, and obviously you probably think they can, compete in this game mm-hmm. then cousins is going to have to throw the ball more and he's probably going to complete more than i mean he wasn't even 50 percent last week like I, i'm sorry but I, I can't um call a pure regression after two games you know what i mean no i mean it's the guy's been a perennial top 10 guy he has been since, he, since he got a starting job i'll, I'll crawl but I'll i see, crawl. I see, i'll call the regression i see I, I don't it think as he finishes top 15 this year the way it's looking, just to, just to, as they're wanting to establish that run, which Dalvin's looked great through two weeks, and I I see the game going as they're going to dominate the game, so they're going to run the ball, Cook, Madison, and I just don't see Cousins putting up the numbers to be startable. I'm gonna say something you're gonna hate. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is one bad season away from becoming the next Ryan Fitzpatrick. Whew. Well, I'm talk I'm talking about a guy that just takes a little too much risk with the ball and just slings it because he's got the arm to sling it. So I'm here's the him. biggest reason why I'm I'm going down this road. The Raiders are thirty first against the pass and fifth against the rush. Okay. They so, had one so, they had so, one bad quarter last week against the Chiefs. That was the second quarter. Yeah, so yeah. so if you really roll it back and and look at what their strength is they have an opportunity to to slow down. If and I'm not going to say they're going to stop Dalvin Cook. He looks amazing right now. But I think that we're not going to see a 100-yard Dalvin Cook game. Is he going to get in the end zone? Probably. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, they I are a better team. Yards. I'll, I'll give it that. But, I mean, they're, they've they got a better rush defense right now than the Bears. 
pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, like you said, so you're, you're, I mean, you're on the thinking of they're going to keep it a game and I'm, I'm not. So I just, I see the other side of it. If it's not, here's my thought. If it's not a game, I think it's not a game through the air. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's possible. I mean, that he's not going to have a bad game every game this year. So, I mean, this could be a, the game that he throws 300 yards. He comes back to life. We see the old Kirk Cousins going forward. We'll see. We shall see. Man, tonight the the stream is going quite well tonight. We we've got a new fan on Twitch. Awesome. That uh, apparently likes us enough to make us a really cool overlay for our stream, meaning, you know, back row graphics around and maybe Wow. Square. Yeah. Thanks people for being so cool. No doubt. But that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you a ton. Let's my next start uh that that I'm very comfortable with this week is not not really a stretch but evan ingram's gonna be good this week he's gonna be really good that, i know that's not a major one that's not reaching from the well, bottom i mean it is a quarterback change and we know the, the rapport's there with eli I, I i could see some people balking on it and saying well you know his, the guy who peppers him all the time's not there but i agree with you yeah i just i can't ignore that one like he's Right now, he's the best playmaker as far as pass catcher goes on the Giants. And Daniel Jones, we say this all the time, but rookie quarterbacks, they really do look the tight ends way quite a bit. So They're not that far downfield usually. No. I'm, that's a, I'm excited to see Daniel Jones. I, I am really too. am. I am. I, I really am. I know the Giants took a lot of crap for taking him, but I'm, I'm excited to see him. I think he's going to put life into this offense. Same. Absolute same. I still think it's a mistake. I don't think he was the right quarterback, but he can't be worse than Eli is right now. Hmm. Getting the start before Haskins is. <laughs> but um, well, the quarterback <laughs> playing in front of Haskins, Haskins isn't Eli freaking uh, Manning. Haskins was going to break that touchdown record. Yeah. Season, what? Season's not ever. Touchdown record? Season's not ever. Buddy, come on. Come on. Season's not ever. Come on, arms. Come come, <laughs> come. Season's not ever. Okay. Uh, Someone give me a start. Um... I'll go Greg Olson against the Cardinals. I am really not happy about the non-use of Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas looked really good last year when he got he the did. chance. And they're they're just I understand Greg Olson is like you're Ben Roethlisberger. He's been there forever. You're not going to sit him until and he's looked he's, good this year so far. He has. I'll give him. I and give Arizona him credit. has looked bad against the tight ends, especially. Yeah. So, but Ian Thomas still should be utilized in some way. Run some two tight end sets and get the ball to both of them. Maybe they will this week. Maybe they will. I doubt it. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a start. I think Josh Allen this week is a defensive fin. Josh Allen. Did or? you just mark him off? I I had him wrote down. Yeah, I had him wrote down. Okay, so yeah, I mean it's the Bengals. Josh Allen. I I think he's going to put up a one of those really good Josh Allen games where he oh, throws yeah. for a couple touchdowns and he even runs. Devin Singletary's out this week. Yep. So the best running back on the field is Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. Yep. And he's probably going to rush for about 70 yards this week oh, on yep. top of whatever he throws for. Get so another rushing touchdown. Yep. DK especially, DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever. I think he's he's a fantastic option. Do you know the price on him? 5900 5900 yep. on Josh Allen. Goodbye this week. Speaking oh, yeah. of uh, players that can run all over the Bengals, why not Frank Gore? You know, I mean, yeah. the Bengals are Josh terrible. Yeah. It, okay, if they're up two scores in the, the fourth Bengals quarter, aren't the they're Dolphins. not running Josh Allen. They're going to run Frank Gore. T.J. Yeldon. 
Oh, yeah, Yeldon's going to get some touches this week. It'll be interesting I, no, to see. I'm not saying to start him. That's not no. what I'm saying by any means. I do. I, I've but. got a probably one everyone that's listening to the show is going to disagree with. But I think Devonta Freeman is going to have a little bit of a, a bounce back this week. I mean, his season high is 22 yards. You know, um, he got a little bit of extra action in the past game this past week. Uh, got 42 yards in the air. But the Colts are uh, po- quite possibly going to be without Darius Leonard. Or is he already ruled out? Um, He's got a chance. If they don't have Darius Leonard. Small chance. I don't think it's going to happen. If they don't have Darius Leonard, that that is big news for the uh, possibility of Devonta Freeman succeeding. I mean, so far, he struggled against the Vikings. Really good rush defense. And he struggled against the Eagles, who are the number three rush defense in the league. Yeah, he, he has been ruled out. Yeah, so, all right, they they don't have Darius Leonard. They they were the 18th best rushing defense in the league with Darius Leonard. You take out quite possibly best linebacker in the game, you probably drop your talent pool a little bit. So, yeah, I think Freeman's going to have a a playable game if you need him. Yeah. I had him, honestly, I had Freeman written down as one of my sets for, you know, season-long redraft, but... I think in DK he's a good play because he's mm-hmm. down to the lowest price he's probably going to be out there. I think he's forty nine hundred this week. Got to be cheap. Yeah, so he's got to be cheap to play too. Yeah, otherwise you ain't going to. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, here's a start. I'm I'm trying. I've been struggling this week to find running backs that I think are just safe besides the names that we already yep. know. But the Packers have looked good. Uh, they're two zero. They play the Broncos. The Broncos have looked. Mm, mediocre-ish. Like, Joe Flacco's not exactly setting the world on fire. The run game's not setting the world on fire. Uh, even though Matt LaFleur, LaFleur, LA, even <laughs> though Matt LaFleur came out and said he wants to get Jamal Williams more touches and even it up a little bit, they're going to get up on the Broncos, and I think we're going to see plenty of Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has looked pretty good. Sorry, I'm you taking my all paper your, here. Sorry, bro. But I, I think that Aaron Jones is going to be a nice start this week. So I would even feel comfortable starting him over the Seahawks backs. At Carson, give me Aaron Jones over Carson. Give me Aaron Jones over James Conner till he picks it up. Give me Aaron Jones over Nick Chubb. That, that's Browns are going to be playing from behind in that one. Give me Aaron Jones. You think what? You think the Browns gonna be? It's in Cleveland. I think they're gonna they're gonna beat the Rams. What? Wow! What? They're gonna beat the Rams. Mark it down, right? Take them. Wow! They Take got the blown points. out week I one, but care. they're gonna beat the that freaking was, Rams. Yeah, that was week one. What? Well, I mean, I'll give Hux a point for that. I wish this was like around the horn. I'd be like, ding! Point for that. Week one doesn't matter, but I I don't think they're gonna beat the Rams. The Rams. Only reason I'm playing Chubb over him is Chubb gets all the looks, all the touches. He's not splitting. It's, it's true. So but that's why I, I still think Baker's going to have to throw downfield in this one. Oh, it's going to be. I mean, Chubb's going to get his. Hey, Neil Jocks is watching us on the Twitch. Thanks, oh, buddy. You couldn't make know, it. I don't know who's Neil. Who's Neil? He, you couldn't make it, but uh, oh, he's uh, the fourth host of the oh, macro fan. Uh, fourth, fourth, four. He's four. not the third. Oh, that's uh, that's Mister Reliable. He's going to get mad. I'm just playing, Neil. So upset right now. It's kind of true, but I am just playing. Kinda. <laughs> kinda. We, love, we love you, Neil. Uh, give me a few more starts. Let's and let's. I'd like to meet this Neil guy. <laughs> Cryvity. <laughs> I've only got He's one more upset. start, and that's uh, T.J. Hawkinson. 
Um, you like Hawk after a bad week. I, I do. Uh, it's not going back to that Philly and Detroit game that we all seem to love. I mean, let's let's be real. The Eagles have been getting torched in oh, here. Oh, they sure have. So you yeah, know, I, I think Galladay will be fine. Which Galladay. you got to fire up Galladay to begin Galladay, with. Yeah. But Hawkinson, dirt cheap in DFS. And, you know, going to have a heck of a bounce back week. If you whiffed on the, you know, top two or three and weren't fortunate enough to get uh, Mark Andrews as your tight end, dude, Hawkinson, fire him up this week. Hawkinson. I'm going to fire up Devontae Freeman, and I'm a big Devontae Freeman hater. But but I do think the Falcons are going to get up on the Colts enough to give him some carries. Did you not and listen I, to the word I just said? What? I just talked about Devontae Freeman. Did you? Yeah, we talked about yeah, him for like, like five, five minutes. minutes. Where was I? I don't know. You were reading the stream, I mean, bro. That's why we talked about Darius Leonard. Dude, this Seagram's escapes is some powerful stuff. No kidding. I he, think you disagree with me whatever I say. I think it's the sip of Dos Equis. Peach Bellini just really taking me out of the game wow. tonight. I don't believe a damn word you're saying. What would you say about Freeman? I, is, I totally Is what it. arms say that irrelevant? I mean, I agree, but I mean, is, is that irrelevant? Kind of. Wow. No Darius Leonard in the... Did you uh, really talk about yes. him for five minutes? That's why we talked. Is about that an exaggeration? No, no. It's arms talking about him. Of course, it was five minutes. Do you like him this week? Yes. Okay. God dang. <laughs> you, go, you go ahead and reaffirm my statement. Man, I was really busy. I said he's only got he's messages. got a season high as twenty two yards. Yeah, got more he went involved really in the pass game this week. Man, look at that. You know, I even countered him. Said I was sitting him in season long, but I'd start him in DK. Huh. Wow. Wow. Cocaine's a powerful drug. It sure is. Cocaine's Hell of a, hell of a drug. drug. My bad. Uh, one more start, which you're probably starting in many ways, just because it's, it's this one out. It's David Johnson, but yeah, I coming off a bad one. week, but I think he's safe to play again this week. Which, like I said, you're probably starting in many ways because I agree. It's David Johnson, but that, say I agree and disagree. To that Carolina Arizona game could be one of your. I think it could be one of your higher scoring games of the week. The two fastest paced teams play each other this week, so I think I think there's a lot of players. Playable this week. Playable players. Playable players. Playable players. Defense. Got any IDP? I think Leighton Van Der Esch has a nice, nice game, even though Miami's not going to be able to run the ball. Van Der Esch has a nice first half. He's yeah. not really blown it up this season give yet. Give it time. Give it time. Don't give up on Leighton Van Der Esch. He's getting more involved. Uh, I, think, I think he had an interception a week or two ago. I know he's been in on some pass defense, and I think he's, they're going to get him more involved in rushing the quarterback as well. Also, uh, with Darius Leonard out, I don't have a, a lot of qualms about throwing Anthony Walker into the mix. Uh, he hasn't really put up anything special in the first couple games, but the Falcons, like I said, I think they can get up on Catching a lot of Devontae Freeman helmets. <laughs> Catching a lot of Freeman helmets. We haven't talked about Devontae Freeman yet, have we? Shut up. Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, Anthony Walker, he's a good plug-and-play. You might even be able to get him off waivers. I, I think he's someone that can help your team in IDP leagues this week. Speaking of IDP leagues, um, how about Tracy Walker? Tracy Walker has looked good. Um, sure number one defensive back right now in, in all of IDP. Probably available in your waiver wire if you don't have a real strong IDP league around you. Um, averaging eight points a game. I mean, fire that guy up. And uh, the only other IDP one I really want to hit on off the top of my head is uh, Ronnie Harrison. 24 tackles and a sack in, in three weeks. That's I know they just played, but guys, go find Ronnie Harrison and get him on your team. Yeah. Now, now Tracy Walker also, I mean, you can't overlook the fact that Tracy Walker had that hit single called Fast Car. Shut up. 
I mean, I've never heard of this. Um, if you're just looking go. for somebody to play this week, you, you already talked about Darius Leonard, but they're saying Bobby, I don't know how to read. Okariki. Okariki is going to start in place of him this week. Okariki? It's going to be just a spot start, of course, though. Okay, okay, well, I mean, Ricky. just saying, if you're I looking know, for somebody to play this you're week. You're right. Are you trying to say it's Okidoki to start Okariki? Okariki, I yeah. need to go find Bobby Okariki because I've got uh, is it an, an injury Ricky? in a couple of leagues. Yeah, I'm just saying he's... He's a playable this week if you can if you want to just stream a linebacker. Darius Leonard's my damn injury. There you go, man. I'm really screwed up by this. Darius Leonard. If we're in the same league, I'm gonna bid you. You know who I got to start because of Darius Leonard. I have to pick between Bobby Okereke. No, I got to pick between uh, Blake Cashman or Raekwon McMillan. You better go pick up Bobby Okereke. Uh, you go find Bobby Okereke. Man, it's gonna I be just, a star. I don't even know what to do. You like Bobby Okereke, didn't you? I love Bobby Okereke. What a great name, by the way. Okie dokie, okie reeky. All right, we're going to go over to some sits, or are you just ready to just say fire up every defensive player for the Cowboys because there might be multiple touchdowns? Let's, let's go with some sits. All right. Um, my first sit's going to be Josh Jacobs. Uh, Minnesota has a top 10 defense against the run. I As good as I, I think it's going to be an okay game, but it's it's going to be one in the air by, e- by either team. Or volume, I can't. I can't sit Josh Jacobs. I absolutely can. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. I don't think he sees the the volume to be startable this week. He's not going to see any in the air. Yeah. So, which I mean, Parker's not paying attention. No. Do you, do you want to give one to Hux? I want to talk about Devonte Freeman. <laughs> um, I'm sitting Joe Mixon this week. Same. That, that Damn it, my, that's my other one. That's one of my top sits of the week. I mean, and that's, I mean, you know, I consider him a stud, but, you know, you don't normally sit your studs, but he's. Yeah, Bill's defense is Bill's good, defense man. is legit. It is. It's in Buffalo. I honestly think it could be a blowout, and I just don't think Mixon does anything. It's. I think it's going to be a blowout. I hope so. I mean, Mixon has looked like garbage this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about a blowout, but I just don't think Mixon's going to. I don't think he's putting it together week three. No, there, there's something. Watching the game tape of Mixon, there's not even. It doesn't even look like he has the potential to get it done right now. Like yeah, I, I don't know what he looks going bad. On. He, he looks, looks he like all around bad. Good. I mean, the O line's not not good at all. But so I mean, I know that doesn't help. But yeah, he just hasn't looked good. But, can, can we say fire up Hollywood Brown as well? Just we already talked about it. But my God, and what's going to be a shootout? I try. I try to. Yeah, I agree Good with you. But I try to not keep keep reiterating players. I know. I just. I can't. I can't come off that one. That's going to be one hell of a game. I can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, that is going to be a good game. I'm interested to see how much that you know really good Baltimore defense can contain the Chiefs' offense because you're not going to stop, especially in Arrow, at Arrowhead. But I mean, I'm wondering if they can contain them at all. Uh. Going on sits, and this is more of a DFS play. Um, I, I'm not ultra comfortable with Alvin Kamara this week. I'm not either. I, no. I, I was looking at that game too. I'm not ultra comfortable with Chris Carson or Alvin Kamara. Like I, I just, I don't. You, we don't know what to expect. We don't even know what the Saints are going to do. Correct. I think the only reliable player on the Saints is Michael Thomas right now, and I don't mean that for the whole season. I mean until we see what is going to happen. Kamara could have a massive game. Absolutely. He could have a dud, but we don't know until we see, one, who the quarterback is, and two, what style of game are they going to play without Drew Brees. Yeah. We don't know. They could – Kamara could get a 
uh, career high in touches. Absolutely. I mean, he could. Or a career low. Yeah. I we mean, don't know. I, I feel like if Teddy Bridgewater comes out and he's a starting quarterback, uh, we'll just put an eight-man box up there. Call it a day. Do do our best. Shut him down. Like it's it's scary. I, I'm not. I'm just not ready to roll him out this week. I mean, are you? I mean, are you sitting Kamara only in DFS? You okay, can't. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, your yeah. season long, you absolutely can't. You unless don't, you're you never, no. ever, 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 ever sit your studs. Never. Uh, no, no. I mean, you unless you're you absolutely loaded at that position, then no. Yeah. Literally, the only time you sit your studs like. It, Week 10, whenever the Bears have still allowed like one rushing touchdown, okay, if a stud plays in that week, then you sit that stud, but you better have a damn good one in the yeah. backed up. Yeah, I'll never sit McCaffrey. I'll never sit no. David Johnson. I'll never sit Saquon. I'll never sit Kamara. I, yeah. don't, I don't care how bad. Like, Joe Mixon, though, Joe Mixon's a guy that hasn't proved enough to me over the past couple of years to where he is a stud. I'm, I'm, I'm okay sitting him. There's all kinds of guys I'm okay sitting, but when it comes to top – talent it, it's like aaron Rodgers. unless you've got patty mahomes or lamar jackson or a guy that's just blowing the world up right now you you can't sit him yeah no matter what they've done in two weeks no. you I mean, can't sit him like mixon he's not not elite he's well i mean i mean he's up there but he's he's not consistent he doesn't give you that safe enough he's right. not safe enough floor right i mean zeke or mccaffrey they can have bad games and still give you a Enough points to be eighty yards and a touchdown. Even You're James, like, damn it! That's even James Conner, I'm not, I'm not sitting him because his floor is ten points. Because he'll catch four balls for forty yards. Yeah. He may only give you forty on the ground, but. You're probably getting ten points. Mixing. Yeah, you're not sitting Le'Veon Bell. You're not sitting those guys. No, I mean, absolutely not. But yeah, you I might agree. want to consider if you've got a better option. Let's say you got Le'Veon Bell last off season. I don't know if you how could you would have to have one hell of a draft. I no. What I'm saying, if you got him last off season for your first rounder, right? Because someone was like, I'm done with this bum, right? Because you and you had some other decent options. I'm not sure. Le'Veon Bell is the only player with talent on the Jets. There we go. If you have Le'Veon Bell as your third best running back, let us know on Twitter, no. Facebook, something. <laughs> I just no. I want to know. I want to. No. I just want to see. I'm not. It, questioning it is entirely you. possible for someone to have Le'Veon Bell and Dalvin Cook as their I, theoretical number two and number three running backs. I agree 100. percent I'm just wanting some interaction with the listeners, and I want to see who has that team makeup because I believe you're right. It's possible. Let, let, me, let me ask you this: realistically, do, do you me. think this is possible? Someone has <laughs> think going back a couple years, Nick Chubb, Le'Veon Bell, and Dalvin Cook. That's possible. It is. That's not just yeah, possible. Yeah, I mean, that's. Possible. Or and, a, and looking at it at the beginning of last year, you're like, man, that's not really. I mean, or probably a little bit more likely combination of Dalvin, Austin Eckler, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, if I've and got Austin Eckler, you're not sitting Eckler at at all. Yeah, no. you sit Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Yeah, in that situation, yeah. But like I said, you have to be loaded at running back to sit Le'Veon. He's all they got. And it's hard to get loaded at running back these days. All I'm saying is the Patriots are incredibly good at stopping. If you have one player that can hurt you, they will remove them from the game. Just make him completely obsolete. And I don't know if Le'Veon Bell is that, what he was to where he was a complete game changer, you know, by himself could set, set the world I still think apart. he gets enough catches to be relevant. Sorry to go in the opposite direction. I'm firing up Mike Evans this week. People have been scared. That's one of those studs. That I think some people 
could overlook the whole start your studs thing and people might be scared enough to sit Mike Evans, don't do it this week. Just don't don't, don't sit your studs. Don't do it. Well just don't sit your studs. Uh, let me ask you this. Mike Evans or Scary Terry? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Okay. Scary Terry. Mike uh, he's already played. Say Mike Evans. DJ Turkey's already played. Mike Evans. <laughs> Mike Evans. All right. Are you scared of any of the uh, pass catchers for the Chiefs? Ooh, I thought you were going to say Chargers because that's where I was going next. Uh, Sammy Watkins, I'm scared. Demarcus Robinson, I'm scared. Uh, there, there's no one on that team right now consistent enough. Tyreek Hill is the only start your stud candidate from that team for me. So Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah, but I, I was thinking wide receivers. I was getting ready to say Travis Kelsey is primed for a big game, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. I think if you have Sammy, I think you start him. Unless you're – I don't know. I, I See, I don't know, man. Maybe you want to I, run I a stack and I never, start DeMarcus I n- and Sammy. I don't know. I never feel like Sammy Watkins is a sure thing for anything. No. No. So? Could be yeah. a shootout. But you never know. It could be a low-scoring shootout. It could be one of those things where they move the ball down the field, but nobody can get in the end zone for a while. It's unlikely. But, yeah, I'm just not comfortable enough with Sammy to be definitely starting him. So, And Demarcus Robinson was a hot waiver pickup, but I'm not comfortable starting him either. I was trying to pick him up everywhere I could as depth with potential to be more than just depth. Mm-hmm. But... I don't really believe in Demarcus Robinson. As see, that's the thing. That's the thing with Patrick Mahomes, man. He can take just about anybody. Like if they brought in Michael Crabtree off the street instead of Arizona, Michael Crabtree could have a massive game for the Chiefs. You know, Patrick Mahomes can do that for you. I just feel like Patrick Mahomes is going to have five receivers this year that are randomly going to have 150 yard games. Uh, like, I don't know who the others would who? be, but I think he's like, already had three good. or close. So Hardman had did he, he had over 100 oh, yeah, last week, Hardman. didn't he? I don't know how. Hardman I know Hill, he had a good, good game. They but. both had over 100 last week. Him and Robinson both, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't trust Hardman either. I mean, that, that's well, no. I mean, they're both, right now, they're both boom bust. We've had questions, though, about who do you start, you know, so-and-so or so-and-so. And Hardman's Anthony been Thomas is going to have a hell of a week. And then Brian <laughs> Pring- Byron Pringle is going to have a monster week the next week. I thought they cut Pringle. <laughs> He's on our lad's death chart. But, you know, with Pringles, once you pop, you can't stop. Boom. Yeah. So, sits. Any uh, we've got to have a few more sits for sure. Keenan Allen for me. I, I know it's a start your stud league, but Mike Williams looked pretty good last week. I think Mike Williams is going to be the guy to to start this week over Keenan Allen. No, Keenan Allen has up and down weeks. He's had two up. I expect one down. Man, I, I'm sticking with Keenan Allen. Play Keenan Allen. Don't sit him ever. Listen, listen, listen to I'm me. I'm sitting um, every, every Chiefs running back this week. I don't know. I'm comfortable rolling out Shady, but yeah, I can see that. I, you just don't know, I guess. I, I feel I'm like there's too much, ever. too much shutdown potential in that run game. I think it's. I think they're going to score. I just don't think it's going to be in the ground. Mm. I'm sitting Carlos Hyde this week. Um, I mean, you're probably, you might not be starting him anyways, but I'm probably not. I think they're going to be playing from. I think that's going to be a really good game, and I think a potential really high scoring game against the Chargers. But I think they could be playing from behind. I think it's going to be more of a Duke Johnson game this week. I'm sitting Frank Gore. I was, yeah. Don't the hell start Frank Gore. No thanks. I tell you who no I am thanks. sitting though. I'm Eighty sitting, yards and two touchdowns. I'm sitting Adrian Peterson. 
the yeah. Bears defense oh, is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason. There's no reason to dip into the old AP bag. And, and I've got uh, Scary Terry on a couple of taxi squads still because I wasn't ready to fire him up after Week One. But then I'm like, all right, time to move him up to the big leagues and start him. And then I look at the Week Three game and it's against the Bears. I'm like, maybe he can stay on that taxi squad just one more week. I'm gonna. Um, I gotta I, promote him this week because I. Lost Antonio Brown. I will be benching uh, Terry McLaurin, even though I'm real high on him all season. Poor Antonio Brown owners. Den- Den's in a bad place in our league of record right now. He's he'll find a way. He will. He always does. But yeah, yeah. I'm sitting the Broncos running backs. So there's no chance for them this week, in my opinion. Uh, that being said, uh, I I am absolutely comfortable firing up Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton. I think both of them will be fine in an effort to come back and try to beat the Packers. But running backs on the Broncos, no thanks. Like Huck said earlier, too 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 much of a split there right oh, now yeah. for me to be comfortable. Too much of a split without the lead. That's yeah. I think that's our biggest problem right yeah. there. The team isn't that good. If they were up by fifteen points and you know, in the third quarter and tried to work the clock for the rest of the game, it would be awesome. You know, you could play both of them. But yeah. The fact that they're going to be in close games or behind consistently, I'll take a pass. Anyone else? Um, I'll go with the sit on the uh, the defense side. I'm probably going to be sitting Bradley Chubb this week. I mean, I know he's uh, a linebacker. It's a the weird past, one. yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, just another one of those quarterbacks get rid of the ball fast. I hate. Hate trying to predict a sack against a guy who gets and rid of I the ball super quick. I'm Denver, just wondering, I'm Denver just wondering does not have a sack yet, I believe, in two games. Oh, God. Do I'm just know? wondering who's starting Bradley Chubb. I'm sure there are several people because he's a name. But if you if you still have Bradley Chubb, even though he's a linebacker, you need to get rid of or Not get rid of him, excuse me. You need to bench him yeah, this week. You can get rid of him. Give another sit. Jarvis Landry. Uh, Odell Beckham's the clear go-to wide receiver in this offense. After that, uh, Nick Chubb has been kind of growing more into a What are your thoughts point. on Demetrius Harris there at tight end with Njoku out? I like Demetrius Harris with Big Njoku guy, out. Big guy, 6'7", former I, basketball player. I know, he's, I know he's, he was a backer for the Chiefs, so he hasn't really had a chance. Crazily, I, I'd be more game to start him in like DraftKings or FanDuel yeah. than I would Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I, I like him as a... Possible sneaky play in DraftKings this week. Contrary, worried, worried, worried about Landry right now. Odo Beckham just ate. which that's it's, they're Sunday night, aren't they? They are, but yeah, Jarvis so. Landry has never really had to compete for targets because there's never been anyone good enough to take him away from him. Now there is. Now Jarvis Landry's not producing through two yeah, games. The, the best thing about Baker Mayfield last year was how much he spread the ball. Well, he's a great value god in the Minshew. So, so I mean, I, I've got to believe. God. I mean, I still believe in Baker Mayfield. I got to believe that he's going to start spreading that ball. You know, not just honing in on OBJ. Good question from so, Neil. If they're gonna if they're gonna beat the Rams, they're gonna have to spread the ball around. Yeah, yeah. Good question from Neil. Uh, he says, <laughs> "Do you start Scary Terry or?" Sammy Watkins. Shut up, Neil. Sammy Watkins. I, you got to go, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, he has the upside. Man. That one makes my head hurt. That, that McLaurin's is, playing the Bears, so well makes my head hurt. Okay, but Sammy Watkins playing Ravens. Uh, yeah, I know. But 
Like that's I know. The, the difference is right. Sammy Watkins does have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Patty Mahomes. Is Jimmy Smith playing this week? Jimmy Smith of the Jaguars? No. no. Of the Ravens. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna spit beer all over the place when you said that, because I was gonna say, like Jaguars, Jimmy Smith. Yeah, I was excited for him. I was like, he's back. He's back. He's only been retired for 15 years, but heck yeah. That's why they call him Jimmy Smith. All right, you got he's anything back. else you want to add? No, I had too much fun talking about all the crazy crap going on in the league. Then it comes to sits and starts, and it's like you try, you, trying to double start Devonta Freeman. Apparently, they're doubling down. Can on we him. talk about Devonta Freeman? No, right? he's not worth talking about. No. All right. Well, I was, I was, uh, okay. I was excited. Jimmy Smith is not playing this week. No. Neither, neither, neither one of them. Retire. Oh, okay. <laughs> neither one of them. <laughs> all right. All right. I thought he was retired. So it's Sammy. Sammy all day. I right? mean, I mean, they still got Marlon Humphrey, but I mean, it's, yeah. Somebody is Play going Sammy. to catch a hell of a lot of balls for, uh, for Casey. Like you said, maybe this is Kelsey's big week. I think I th- he said think that. Or somebody said it. I don't know who said it. I said D'Anthony you Thomas. You talked so much, I thought it was you. <laughs> I said D'Anthony Thomas or, or Byron Pickle or whatever the hell his name was. <laughs> Byron Pickle. Byron Pringle. Pringle. Byron, Byron, Byron Pringle. Pringle. He, you just pop, you can't <laughs> stop. So, All right. Wow, Vaughn Miller's a free agent in our league of record. Maybe he's who I need at linebacker for this week. Probably not. Probably not. Anyways, thanks for jamming with us once again. God, what's wrong with me tonight? Thanks for jamming with us. You want to talk a little bit of DraftKings real quick? Yeah, well, let's uh, Huck talk, talk. I mean, I know we're Kings. we're pushing it. No, we're good. I'm going to. Pushing it. Oh, my God, good. we are pushing it. So uh, thanks for listening to the Back Row Fantasy <laughs> Show. If you want to hear some DraftKings updates, Hux is going to bring that at you now. Me and Arms, we're getting muted. Hux, take it away. Uh, real quick, uh, start with quarterback. Kind of similar to the sit starts we talked about but i love josh allen this week at 5900 um with with singletary out i think he's going to be more relied upon more um and i think people are going to lean towards mahomes jackson that game i like carson wentz at 5600 and i like kyler murray at 5800 i'm fading aaron Rodgers once again this week i just with his price at 6100 it's down from last week. But I think if I'm going to pay around him, I'm going with those lower guys or I'm going all the way up to Mahomes or Jackson. Running back, love Austin Eakler this week at 7200 Still, Still don't think he's uh, – What about uh, – we talked about it uh, earlier in the show. What about Dak? I mean, Dak for the value playing against Miami? Unmuting. We ain't got time for this crap. I'm just, just curious. I mean, are you, are you taking Dak as a little bit cheaper play versus Lamar Jackson and Mahomes, but still a little bit more expensive than Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I would play Dak over Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That, that was just – Yeah. When you said I'm going to pay all the way up, I'm like, why go all the way? I just – I guess that's more of a preference for me, but I, I, if I'm going to pay up, I'm probably going all the way up to Mahomes. Gotcha. You actually unmuted me and not yourself. Oh, I did? Why go all the way? Because that's what kids do these days. I'm sorry. I, I thought I, <laughs> I figured you'd keep it in order here, Barker. My, my bad. Oh, I'm number one. You are number one. I'm number one. Well, hopefully it came through. Long story short, hopefully I was asking about didn't. Dak over Aaron Rodgers. 
uh, instead of going all the way up for Lamb Jacker at my homes. I won't sorry. mute us. I won't mute us. You can keep going. Uh, no, I'm um, sorry. <laughs> Eckler at 7,200. Just still too cheap for the volume he's getting. He's, I mean, he's getting the volume of those top guys like Saquon, Zeke, McCaffrey at almost 2K cheaper. Uh, play David Johnson this week. I like his matchup against Carolina. 6,800. I think he's going to have a bounce back week. Um, I like LaShawn McCoy at 5K, especially with Damian Williams out. Anytime you can get a cheaper part of a guy with the Chiefs offense that you roll him out. Um, I'm fading Alvin Kamara this week at 8K, and that's mainly because of the price and the uncertainty at quarterback. But if I'm playing, if I'm paying all the way up to 8K, I'm I'm playing Dalvin Cook, I'm playing McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, all them guys over Kamara. Uh, wide receiver, I love Keenan Allen at his price of 7K. Galladay, I love that Lions Eagles game. Calvin Ridley at 5300 is, I think it's a, almost a lock play for me. Love his price this week. Him and Julio both. Uh, James Washington's my cheap play. I like at thirty five hundred. I really think this is a breakout game for him. I'm fading Tyler Boyd at sixty five hundred. How dare you against a great Bills defense, pass defense, tight ends. You got some really good tight ends for pretty good price. Kittle fifty six hundred, Ertz fifty seven hundred, Andrews forty six hundred. All playable. Probably won't be paying all the way up to Kelsey, who's by far the top tight end price-wise. He's fourteen hundred more than Ertz, fourteen or fifteen hundred more. And defense, just roll out Patriots, Dallas. If you want to go cheap, cheaper, I like the Seahawks as a cheaper defense to play this week. Um, don't honestly, I don't mind. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry, I, had I don't mind the Steelers defense. I think I honestly think they beat the 49ers this week, and you can get Steelers defense cheap. Uh, some stacks. I like the Lions stack with Stafford, Galladay, even Hawkinson. If you want to throw him in there, Wentz. You can pair him with a few different guys. Aguilar is going to be really popular this week, just because of his price. He's thirty. He's cheap. I don't. It's thirty. 3,600, 3,900, somewhere around there. Um, that's all I got. Hey, hey. Always good DFS. Oh, Hux, all you do is talk. All you I do is swear. talk. Sorry. Hux, all day long. I should have said it here with Barclay. Probably yeah. could have done we about do. 10 more minutes of ums. Um, um, you want to tell, um, you want to tell us more? Um, hey, uh, hey me, me and arms were bad with the ums when we first started before we came from professional yeah experts. totally professional yeah now we're Super professional pro. experts we don't do the ums anymore but yeah. it takes a while it took us what 100 episodes to quit the ums yeah you know <laughs> we felt you, like it you got a bad case of the ums you got a bad case of the ums it happens for a while once you get knee deep into this show the ums will go you away know, the best part about it is and then you'll sound like arms because you won't ever quit effing talking you, you i'll just stick with the ums one you'll it'll just stop one day but you gotta you gotta be called out on it because oh, you don't realize you do it until you're called out on it 
Well, we were looking at a three-hour show. It was more like a two-hour show. So that'll make Bauer happy. He said he wishes the show was three hours, even though he I know you're wanting listeners. to wrap this up, but you never Jesus got to that listener to lead question about the running back handcuffs. Like you said, you would at the Son end of the show. Son of a B. Just name, just throw a couple out real quick. Son of a B. Malcolm, th- Malcolm Brown is a running back handcuff that I'm high on. Daryl Henderson, for that matter, too. If Todd Gurley starts having complications, I I love owning those backups. Chase Edmonds in Arizona, I think, is one of the best running back handcuffs to own right I now. Like Be- Benny Snell in uh, Pittsburgh. Is yeah. it Snell or Samuels? It's, I, I you think guys risky. still haven't said the the number one handcuff, Alexander yeah, Madison, Minnesota. He's the, a, he's the a good running one. back is not struggling. That was the part of the question. Right, these stars Did that it? are struggling a little bit. Raquel, Raquel I Armstead, I think you could go with. Yes. I didn't see the struggling part, yeah. but going off Dalvin's injury history, Madison is a must-own handcuff. I mean, I feel like we should start be starting to look at someone in Cincinnati at this point. Nah, I don't know. There is nobody. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. There is Rashad Penny's a good handcuff to own, just because I I'm not a Carson believer. I know he's pretty good, but I just I just I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable owning him without Penny. I'm not. I I agree. Just hundred percent not. Rojo, honestly, Peyton Barber is just so damn average. At some point, they're going to have to just give Rojo more of a look just to see if they need to draft a guy next year, simply to see if they need to draft a guy next year. Uh, Mike Davis, if David Montgomery keeps rolling a little slowly out of the gate, I think Mike Davis is someone that I wouldn't mind owning on a team if I have the roster space. And I I think that's pretty much it for handcuffs behind struggling running backs. I mean, David Montgomery, I think, is only struggling because he's a rookie so, adjusting to the game. Carlos Hyde or Duke Johnson at this point? It's Duke for me. I, I don't want I'd just... look good. I know, I'd, I'd but... look good, yeah. He has, but I don't want just the 60 yards a game, you know? I want a I higher ceiling. eight last week. What the hell ever. I, I just... I Hyde is never going to give you that big game that wins you a week, but Duke, gotcha. Duke can. I see what you're saying there. To me, he can, so... That's all I got as far as those running back handcuffs go. One more. Ty Johnson. Uh, C.J. Anderson was cut by the Lions this week. I like carry on. I'm not saying carry on is is not going to be just fantastic, but Ty Johnson's a guy with rookie status that's currently the backup that the Lions like a lot, who I love having on my taxi squad in case carry on happens to go down. I really like Ty Johnson. And, of course, Damien Harris. He's definitely a taxi squad addition. I yeah, another I mean, one that I like a lot because I Sony Michelle's risky in the same way that Gurley's kind of risky. Like that that that's probably your highest upside play right there. Like if you, happy hucks if you've got yep. him. Didn't want our listeners to feel left out. I appreciate that because yep. I, I hate not answering a question. So way to call him out, hucks. Yeah, thank I, you. You know, I appreciate it. That's what I do. The glue. Can can you change your name to the glue back row? I will if you want me to. D- D-A. Duglu. No, not really. You don't have to do that. I mean... Your your last name is, is a uh, a privilege to be able to say. I, I, I spell it have an X in my phone. Yeah. yeah even though it's I have like most people do. Hux with an X to the Z. Ah! Even though I have a friend named Brian Hicks, and my autocorrect sometimes wants to call you one and, and him the other. Brian Hicks, Brian Hux. What the... F- Thanks for listening to the Backroom Fantasy Show. Barks out. Good night. See you.
This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.